Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. I can't stand you. I missed you guys. (laughs) All right. And we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I'm your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace. And with me, I have a bunch of chuckle fucks. I've got Astrid Knight. Hey, people. I've got Blake Wolf. All I can think of is Moose again. I don't know why. Zach Gale. Hi. And that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> and I'm Zach Coop. Uh, uh, I'm not saying is, anything because I'm not why, here. 
this is why I'm a control freak because if I let anyone else do anything, they fuck it up. I didn't fuck it up. I made it funny. Oh, to be fair, he did make it very nice. No. Maybe anyway, it was wrong, but Hello. it was nice. It's called Hello. comedy. Hello. Oh, comedy sweaty. Look it up. <laughs> uh, bear with me. I have COVID, and my brain's not quite so good right now. Uh, but uh, let's 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 look at the last game, shall we? The recap is super fucking short because. <laughs> when you really condense down what you guys did, it lasted about 20 minutes. I'm Man, if that, isn't the, if that isn't the Adlaren Adventuring <laughs> Company in a nutshell. Maybe an hour. <laughs> Maybe an hour. I had so many jokes about lasting 20 minutes, but I feel like all of them will get us banned. So. Yeah, TOS. Uh, so, yeah, last time. TMI. TOS. Last time, game, last time, game 34. I'll just keep repeating myself like a fucking teacher. Do you want to start over Uh, again? Last time, (laughs) game 34, the vault. Uh, Noah and Sala ran across Kenemek Ambaro in the cellars of the Dynast State. And uh, you continued on together to fight what I have come to call a cure maw. A cure maw. My voice isn't working. Oh, cure Uh, maw. And, uh, which is a, uh, dinosaur looking thing with long arms, human hands, a crocodile face, and, uh, can turn invisible and walk on water. Uh, it nearly ripped Sala's arm off. Uh, Christmas, realizing that she dropped out of your telepathic bond, Dimension doored in and almost got the same thing, uh, the same treatment. Uh, once you guys defeated it, you were able to figure out a puzzle on a door, uh, leading to the vault of Arthur Dine, and you entered a portal to the Kieran Undersea, uh, where the actual vault lay. Uh, you guys stole a load of magical items, jammed the vault lock, and left some surprises, and then got out. (laughs) Meanwhile... Magda Fustrock, Gwyn, and Walter fucked around, uh, socialized, and kept up appearances at the party. Uh, once everyone began to leave, Magda tailed Christmas's parents, the Bandoncrets, uh, to the Moor Nile estate where Keladir welcomed them as guests. Uh, the other three continued on to the Jewelers Guild to keep tabs on Tejar, and the Titan Fearin is running around as a goose. Being- as he does. Being entertaining, but mostly useless to you guys, as he is wont to do. So, we left off with Magda getting kicked off the uh, Moranial estate. Uh, The uh, seller team got out, ran across Tristan. He didn't say anything, but he gave you directions to the foundry as a symbol to meet up. And uh, you guys are kind of scattered at the moment. What would you like to do? I think we're, I think Cellar Team is heading back to the house. I am. Noah's heading back to the house. I shall speak for myself. Okay. Uh, Well, Sala and Chris are pretty fucked up. Yeah, and uh, I need to take my little, like, punch ticket thing back to the, the manor and get my rifle back. That's not too hard to do. Right. Sweet. Uh, you guys do have 
uh, a bunch of fun shit that you found. Yes, we do. Uh, which I'll also, speaking of, I did need to make a correction to a couple of those items because I kind of uh, pulled them out of my files on the fly. Uh, and then some of them were just randos that I picked <clears throat> offline. Um, the emerald lens is not a scope. It is an iron sight. Uh, oh. <clears throat> the third level scroll is off. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you'll, have to you'll have to identify it to find out what's wrong with it, but it doesn't quite look right. Okay. Um, the sovereign glue, you've already figured out that's what it is. Uh, is a four ounce bottle for your notes. Uh, and I think those are my major fixes. Okay. I will tell you more when you identify them. Well, as soon as I get back to the house, that is what I'm going to do. Cool. What about everybody else? I mean, I'm going to the ball. Yeah? With Gwen and Walter. <laughs> you go, Cinderella. <laughs> Your glass hoof slippers. This glass heel doesn't fit my hoof. What uh <laughs> what uh what noise are you gonna make when you get to the ball? I mean probably as little as possible. <laughs> Never mind. Oh I see what the listeners got my joke. Wait. Uh-huh. What? Never mind. I mean if I he doesn't make I any noise, it. like good for him. Right? Hmm. Anyway. Oh, it was ne- it was a dirty joke. I got you. It was a sex joke. Anyway, answer my question. What? Who? What are you doing? He's going dancing. Yeah, you said he said. He no, was- Magda, what are you doing? Me? I yeah, got what the fuck out. are you doing? I got kicked out, so I'm going back to where I came from. Okay, the Dine Manor is pretty much dark by the time you get back to it. Or are you cool. going to the well, Guild Hall? Do I know that that's happening in the Guild Hall? Yes, you guys were invited. <sighs> I'm I'm looking around. <laughs> do I see any of the other people? or From where? The people, my people. <laughs> you wow. really, Magda Christmas. is my favorite dumb character Noah. in the entire game. By the time you get back to Dine Manor, no. Okay, I guess I'll go back over. I'll go to the Guild Hall then, because okay. that's where I know people might be. Yep. <laughs> Magda will probably mm-hmm. arrive there around like nine thirty. No, actually, probably 10 o'clock, now that I think about it. We got two hours. <clears throat> I mean, we don't have to stay for the whole thing. You don't. Um, At midnight. So then, who is actively doing something interesting? I'm identifying shit. That's interesting. I know, but yours is my favorite right now, so oh, I have to okay. leave you for last. As much as uh, I would enjoy also going to the guild hall, I do not want to leave Noah alone, so I am assuming that Sala and I are also going to go back to the house with okay. Noah. I right. can't believe you wouldn't want to leave me alone. 
after all the trust I have built. It's not, it has nothing to do with trust between us. It has to do with, I don't want you to go anywhere alone where someone will murder you. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty explosive at this point. That's so. true. Yeah, but explosive usually includes you. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, um, this is why we call you the Kamikaze Tiefling. Oh, yeah. No, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. She is calling. <laughs> Death is calling me home. I can Death hear approaching. Celine Dion on the wind. That's what death sounds like. Oh, <laughs> it's about to turn into share. Yeah. God, I love share. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry. Unless anybody uh, else is doing something worthwhile, I will go to Ben. So. I'm sorry. I'm being uh, a bitch right now. I'm sorry. I I assume (laughs) that, like. So at the guild hall, where the the actual, like, ball is happening, like the the actual, like, dancing festivities, Mm -hmm. um, is everyone dancing at this? Or are, like, some people dancing and, like, like, what kind of. Do they, I assume, a live band? Let me paint you a word picture because I just realized I've asked you to do things in a place that I didn't even describe to you. I'm sorry. Can I, um, can I add one tiny detail to your word picture before you start? Sure. Can you please have a woman in a gold dress handing out cards? Where she's like, oh, you don't know how to dance? She like hands Foostrack a card and it says, Minotaurs taught how to dance. Yes. 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 Okay. Thank you. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> oh my God. This is Dolly Levi. <laughs> Minotaur's not how to dance. Expert mandolin instructions. Huh? Um. Yeah. Chicken. So. Fricassee. Uh, getting to. <laughs> yes. Um, getting to the guild. Ben knows how much I love Dolly. I, I love think Hello you do. Dolly. Oh um, getting to the guild walk uh, and the sort of central square in this area. This is not Hartstead Square. Um, the central square in this area is surrounded by all these guild halls, these big uh, businesses that are attached to said guild halls. Um, everything else is pretty dark, but the entire Jewelers Guild Hall is decorated in silvers and golds and copper. And um, there is, uh, the whole place is just blazing with electric light, which such a rich guild, of course, they can afford to have everything fitted with electricity. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even the street lamps outside are nice as hell. Um, The main doors of the Jewelers Guild uh, are made out of basically giant sheets of like sycamore wood uh which are then studded with a mosaic of semi-precious stones because they're not going to put precious jewels on a door um but that come together in a mosaic of this sort of stately figure with a monocle up to his eye holding a diamond um and it's just a lot uh, the building is primarily made of masonry uh, with a uh, sort of uh, clay tile roof. And you see draped over pretty much anything that can hold it. There are garlands and lanterns and 
Um, it's just over-decorated all to hell. Um, the steps have been laid with a uh, blue carpet coming down, and the doors have been flung open to reveal this gigantic marble-floored hall uh, that has bits of, like, uh, jade and other semi-precious stones set into the floors and more pictures and uh, sort of these flowing images. There are several tables laden with even more food everywhere. Uh, there is a central wide open area that some people are dancing. There's a waltz going on when you arrive, Fustrak. Um, not everybody is dancing, but maybe like a good half. Um, and you can see along one wall, there is, uh, there's loads and loads of chairs. And then there's an area where there are like those little teeny like bistro tables surrounded by chairs and ladies have like dance cards laying next to them and so on and so forth. And everybody's like so richly dressed and it's something out of like a Regency romance. Um, and uh, as you and Gwen, and I believe Walter is with you, step in, uh, Walter uh, sort of taps your shoulder and points out, uh, kind of almost tucked out of your sight, uh, toward the back corner in a group of a whole bunch of different types of people of all shapes and sizes. You can see Tejar back there is one of the tallest but you might have missed him otherwise. Uh, he seems to be drinking and socializing, and uh, you see that his date, wife, whoever, whoever she is, you've never met her, uh, she has left his Ooh, side, sure. and she is socializing with other ladies and whatnot. Um, most people are dressed in like high Constanian fashion, very Edwardian, very um, some of it Victorian. And uh, there is a small orchestra playing uh, at the head of the hall, sort of up on this raised uh, platform that's almost like a stage. Um, but there are like fresh flowers everywhere hanging from uh, garlands. And there are, uh, because it's, <coughs> because it's the springs or autumn solstice in the Southern uh, hemisphere, you can also see that there's a lot of like autumn colors being brought in. Um, uh, everything laden with like decorative leaves and whatnot. Um, so anyway, uh, why, why, why? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm just looking at chat. Uh, oh. oh. Um, There's probably an organ here somewhere. I don't know. Sure. So yeah. I, I do have I do have a question, and this is probably <laughs> going to be a little dumb, but it's just something I don't know. What is a dance card? You don't know what a dance card? Oh, that's adorable. Huh? Um, I'm not going to scoff it. No, no, no. It's not like not a lot of people remember what they are anymore. No, it's very <laughs> um, it's very like a Regency era kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it is. Uh, they come in a different, a couple different forms. Uh, dance cards uh, keep track of like who you're going to dance with for how long. Um, sometimes it'll have the songs listed as well, so you know who gets oh. each song. 
Um, and basically, it's especially useful for ladies who are, you know, in high demand. And like, oh. a gentleman wants to, a lot of gentlemen want to get her attention. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Can I say how much I appreciate that you know that detail enough to add it into the world? What, dance cards? Yes, that's wonderful. I love that. Aww, that, like, little you. bit of Victorian flair. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I um, I, I love all this stuff. I don't know a ton about it, but I know bits and pieces that make it realistic. I have um, seen far too much Pride and Prejudice and Jane Austen to not know what a dance card is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what it is from... A video game. Oh. Not as cultured, but you know. Uh, are there are there any names on it that I would recognize as Minotaur names when it comes um, to what? the ladies? On the dance card. Oh no, you don't have one. You're a man. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought I mean, that you, everyone just got one. You can have one, but it's sort of a lady thing. Mm-hmm. Um oh. At least in the Edwardian Victorian eras. I'd like um, to think that Fustrak just walks up to a lady and he's like, show me your card. Like, let, let me look at the name. You can walk up to a lady and ask to... Actually, no, Fustrak wouldn't know this. It's not in his culture. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, I could just end up being handed a card because I asked for one because I just don't know what it is. Probably. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you can you can walk in and like one of the coat check people will totally be like, you ask for a card and they're like, sure, why not? Yeah, I'm I, sure saw, I many... saw someone else get one and I'm just yeah. like, I think I'm supposed to have one. For, I need a pamphlet. For reference, I'm like sure Walter has a dance card. Okay. That's adorable. The, well, uh, he's, the... he's well known and people are going to want to dance yeah. with him. No, so he's a high demand widower. <laughs> Um, but Gwyn is automatically given one as you guys walk in. Um, though, yeah. She's probably going to be putting her name on other people's dance Or no, most people probably put their names on hers rather than her on hers on oh my others. Gosh. I want to um, write a Regency era romance where only the bottoms get dance cards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I just, I just want a lesbian Regency era romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, yeah, yeah. I just want, I just want Gwen. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys had into the party. <clears throat> what would you, what would you like to do? Or are you just taking a look for now? Um, I'm so I'm kind of taking a look around because this is very foreign to me. Yeah. Um, like, Walter uh, is sticking with you. By the way, he doesn't go off into the crowd. I appreciate that so much. Uh, where <laughs> does Gwyn go? Um, she stays within sight, but she breaks off from you guys a little bit. She actually stays a little closer to the entrance. Okay. Um, is she keeping an eye on Tejar or? Uh, make me, you know, make me an insight check to see if you can tell what she's doing. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, well, it's not awful. Uh, 
you can probably tell she's waiting for Magda. Uh, but she is also... She's also kind of distancing herself from you guys in case anything pops off and she's not going to be considered part of your group because uh, okay. the less trouble, the better. Okay. But so, otherwise, um, you have no idea what she's doing. So, uh, Walter, what do you think are... Uh, should we just, like, hang, hang tight? Like, lay low... Or, um... Boy, voices with my throat fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any more to that question, or...? Uh, no, he was just kind of trailing off because he's very unfamiliar and a little uncomfortable in this. Uh, Walter, who immediately upon entry, uh, not because he's a heavy drinker, but because it's just the thing to do in a social setting. He picked up a drink and he handed you one uh, in these teeny baby martini glasses. No, not martini. Uh, what are the ones that are like, they're shaped like a martini glass, but they have like a cup instead of the... Uh, cool. Oh, uh, champagne. They're, they're not, not flutes. flutes. Um, yeah, they're not flutes. They're like the wide bowl looking ones. I will Google yeah. it right now. God, Is that a margarita glass? No. I don't think a place this fancy sells a uh, margarita. It's called uh, a coupe cocktail glass. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yep, yep, yep. It's a U cocktail. It's not spelled like that. Uh, I know. Oh, is it C O U P? Yeah. Then it's a coup. Oh, a coup. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, no, wait. This might have a different. No, I might have picked the wrong one. No, it's a coup. Yeah, it's a champagne coup. It's the same. It's the same word as when you overthrow somebody. Yeah, Uh, I believe you. French people are weird. What's it to you? Uh, <laughs> Overthrown. Is that song? Um, anyway, uh, yes, you are. You are handed a, a little glass of something bubbly, uh, and uh, he sort of gestures to the general dance floor. He says, "Well, you can uh, find someone to dance with if you so choose. You can." look around and see what social groups you think you might fit into. I could introduce you to someone if you like. Or you can stand here and wait for someone uh, interested in you to approach you. Each strategy has its own strengths. Well, I I have the feeling that someone may end up approaching me at some point tonight. Oh, I have no doubt. You're... Not to be offensive, but you're rather exotic at this party. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely fair. Uh, does this help me blend in? And Foostrike takes the the little glass and just pops out the pinky. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. <laughs> well, can't, can't blame a guy for trying, right? Uh, anyway, um. <laughs> Yes, just make yourself very um, approachable, and I'm sure someone will step up to you because you look interesting. You're not dressed like anyone else here. Yeah, I, you know, I maybe should have worn the suit that I uh, bought back in Port Saris, um, but 
At the same time, this is a little more natural for me. Once again, different strategies for different dress and how you act at a party. I um, kind of wish Wayfin was here for this. <sighs> All right. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Not ready for an emotional heart to heart with you yet. I mean that's fine. That's understandable. No, because as soon as as soon as Foostrak is like, God, I wish my wife was here. Walter's like, Yeah, uh, me too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like dead mom joke, but better. Yeah. Oh. Actually, as soon as he tries to leave, I'll just like grab the back of his coat and just like hold him there for a second, and uh, just like give him a pat on the shoulder and be like, I'm sorry, that might have been a little insensitive. I apologize. It's fine. Uh, I'm uh, fine. Yeah. Um, but he he's going to continue on. Uh, yep. But uh, Magda, you're, you're going to the guild or are you going back to the veneer house? No, I think I'm going to the guild because that's I don't think I would know if they got out yet, so I wouldn't think anyone would be back at the house. So. Ooh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, when you arrive, you go through the same sort of coat check thing that they did at the uh, the Dine Manor. Um, but uh, as soon as you step in, uh, you see, like, as I've described, just this Edwardian ball going on. Uh... Which I don't think Magda has ever been to one of these. No. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you ever were, it was in Seeger Rayfear, which would be completely different. Um, so this is definitely like high fashion, one of the biggest cities in the world. <clears throat> like everybody is in the finest clothes you can buy, kind of. Like, if you thought the dinner was bad, some people took a moment to go back to, like, their rooms or their houses to change into their real outfits. It's a lot. Um, it's the but as you step in, uh, give <laughs> yeah. me a perception check. Perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Um, despite the music and the noise... Uh, your very keen ears pick out the slapping of little goose feet on the oh, floor. Jesus Christ. As between your boots, uh, Ted charges through, no longer in a blue polka dotted bow tie, but a black bow tie. <gasps> Does he have a dance card? <laughs> they? Do they? You know what? Yes, yes. When he's Ted, I always say he, uh, but Fearin does all, uh, pronouns. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's got a little dance card uh, in his in his beak. <coughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but you look so fucking cute right now. Yeah, uh, he he stops like like a couple feet in front of you, and he looks up at you, and as you're like, you're so cute. He's like, and he continues. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Uh, but you also feel someone take your hand as Gwyn steps up beside you. Mm. 
Is, do we know if everything is a-okay? Did they give any sign that they got out of the mansion? As far as I know, they're still down there. Okay, well... I mean, Chris went to help them, I think, but I don't know. We'll just trust that they got out. Okay. How long do we have to stay here and keep up appearances? I mean, the party goes till like 1am or so, but honestly, we could probably leave any time. I just don't want to leave, you know, one or two people out by themselves. Christmas is the one who usually does messages, so we can't message him. Do you want to dance? I'm not very good. It's not about being good. I mean, it's a little bit about being good. Not when... Listen, the only reason people get good at dancing is to impress somebody. You've already impressed me, so we should just dance anyway. Very persuasive. Yes, I am. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and she will drag you out to the ballroom floor. You know what? Just for my fucking entertainment, right? Throw me a performance check. Oh god. <laughs> and I'm gonna average whatever one. whatever you and Gwen get. Eleven. I mean, she got a sixteen, so not bad. Could be it's, worse, yeah. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> so you guys get out there and like you know bits and pieces from like honestly probably from dancing with Cal. Uh but it's you haven't yeah. tried it in a Harris, Gail, can you mute yourself? Ding. Sure. Ding. He's so loud. Um but, <laughs> Um, but, uh, you guys get out there, and, uh, Gwyn's a fair dancer. Like, it it seems like she has actually put some practice into learning. Um, though where she learns is not clear. Uh, but yeah, you guys, you guys go out and have a lovely time. Uh, and I imagine a few people will approach each of you for your dance cards, if you allow them. Uh... Well, first, while I am dancing with her, I, like, just kind of whisper to her, like, Christmas's parents went to Kelladir's place. Okay. I didn't know that they were friends. Christmas didn't mention that. That's strange. Yeah. I tried to get in and use the fact that I knew her, but the god out front wasn't being particularly friendly that night. Yeah, but... they're never going to listen to that, unless you have, like, a letter in hand. Well. At least we know where they are. True. But I just wonder why. And why... Were they even here tonight? You know, and why is Teja here? Who invited them? You know, was it Kelladir? Was it 
I don't know, now my suspicion is a little bit on Keladir. Or Rune. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. I will say once once Noah gets home, he is going to send a Vodro scroll to Magda. That just okay. says, like, we're all dead. JK, LOL. <laughs> we're at home. Still alive and waiting for you. What does JK, LOL mean? Right. <laughs> what is Some this sort of code? Jaglal. <laughs> <laughs> They've been kidnapped by a demon. There's no space either. It's just those five letters all right yeah. next to each other. I mean, I do Good. speak infernal. I was yeah. about to make a joke that that might have been infernal, but you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you you whisk that off, uh, Magda. You probably received that as you and Gwen's first dance comes to an end. That's Noah. So we can go back at any time. Okay. Um, and Gwen glances around. What's uh, what's Fustrak doing at this moment? Um, he's carousing a little bit. He's you know walking around. Um, you know, like if people come up and talk to him, he's he's you know making polite conversation. Yeah. Um, he's definitely trying to keep an eye on Gwen and Magda. Um, because Gwyn is not hard to spot, uh, no. being as tall as she is, uh, and seeing her on the dance floor would be easy to spot Magda. Yeah, she's um, one of very few Geary at this thing, so, yeah, there's a few people kind of looking at her like, ooh, um, <laughs> but, uh, no. yeah. But trying to keep an eye on them and Walter and Tejar all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, while trying to be polite and not be a dick to anyone. Okay, so first, <clears throat> give me a perception check. Fuck, that's a nine. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then also give me, uh, just roll me a charisma roll. You're the one who's socializing. Oh, that's cocked. Cocked. Uh, that's a 19. All right. Uh, <laughs> you are a little too focused on the people talking to you to really keep too many tabs. Um, it's not hard to keep tabs on Gwyn and Magda because obviously it's easy to see Gwyn, but you lose Walter a few times. Um, uh, in the meantime, though, people people are approaching you out of kind of genuine interest, like asking you like what the meaning is behind your clothes or is this like cultural regalia? Is this something else? Um, some people are approaching you because you're one of only three Minotaurs uh, and you're the only one who's being like really friendly. Um, <laughs> the other the only two, single one. The other two are kind of like keeping two specific groups and not branching out. Um, and, uh, there's a couple people that approach as well who, like, say, oh, you must be Tejar's son, and, like, they don't know anything about you, they just know that you exist, 
and you gather that these are people that are in on whatever trade deals are starting to come up and they've just heard of you um but you do catch uh walter uh going around some important looking people and you see that he doesn't always talk to them he just kind of slips into a group and listens or says hello um and uh he's just sort of making rounds like making appearances almost uh but there's a few people he sticks nearer to and like listens in on conversations uh one of which is Teja. um but like you see him uh go up and sort of squeeze himself into the group that's surrounding jiang yuna the uh, director of the amc and he occasionally like checks in with like indira sokolov and whatnot um and you get the idea that he knows of or has personally met like loads of super important people in here not surprising now that you know who his technically former father-in-law is uh but uh other than that everything seems to be going pretty smoothly nothing seems out of place one of those people that comes up to me um you know, saying, oh, you must be Tejar's son. Um, I would probably ask them a little bit about what kind of a deal is going on. Just kind of a, you know, uh, my, my fa- I've been traveling the world, and uh, my my dad and I haven't done a whole lot of speaking. Um, you know, what, what kind of what kind of deals are you uh, partaking in right now? I, I haven't heard about anything like this, and he what? he wants me to to take over for him once uh, once he is no longer uh, the head of the clan. Make a persuasion check because that is the truth. Uh huh. <laughs> God damn it! I am rolling like donkey shit tonight. Uh, that's a thirteen. It's not that bad. Um, it's just kind of average. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, one of these people who is uh, probably like a mid forties human man. Uh, he has this very like. It's clear he doesn't normally wear this style of fashion, where he has um, this sort of tunic and like this this scarf that like drifts over in almost like a cape fashion and hangs over one shoulder and. Um, he, he looks like a white guy who went somewhere and wore their clothes and brought him back and now pretends it's like he's fancy. It's so that's it, the vibe. So it's like most like 40 year old men the first time they go to Jamaica. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but Where they come of, back with like the Rastafarian yeah. hat and everything. But think of this more like, this speaks more like a Middle Eastern feel, like a lot of drapey fabrics. Mm. Um, And uh, uh, he's got like this slicked back blonde hair and um, this like handlebar mustache that he's curled. And it's like, this is too much, dude. Uh, (laughs) But uh, basically he, he explains, he says, Oh, we're uh, we're still getting sort of acclimated with uh, the Nathar and your dad, but uh, uh, we're working on trading uh, artisan goods from your people uh, in return for supplies that they have a harder time getting. Uh, as I understand it, he's also looking at uh, 
uh, buying into some sort of business to do with a mine that's up north of here. Uh, possibly some metal works, that sort of thing. Interesting. Uh, I don't know all the details. I'm I'm just sort of one of the uh, one of the people putting my hat into the ring. But uh, I mean, he's got something going on with uh, Lord Arthur Dine for uh, jewels and whatnot. But I don't know what they're up to. As long as the people are doing good, right? I mean, it should be good for pretty much everybody. Yeah. All right, I may uh, may have to chat with Dad about that a little bit later on. Yeah, we'd be happy to have you in the uh, in the dealings and proceedings. It, you know, you seem like a friendly guy. It'd be nice to have someone a little friendlier in on it. You know, all these all these rich and serious guys. Well, uh, in my traveling around the world, I have. Learned that there's a lot of really good people out here, a lot of really nice people. And, um, you know, the, the Nathar ain't always gotten to uh, experience or appreciate that. Well said. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awkward. Uh, but yeah, um, he chats a little more with you, and you basically learn that he is... He is not a vintner. He doesn't make wine. He deals wine. So he's a middleman. He's a salesman. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, yeah. And he starts talking a little bit about his business and, like, you know, this past year there's, you know, this great crop from this part of Lachmanos. And he starts getting into that and it just becomes buzzing in your head. Until eventually he gets distracted by a very pretty lady who comes up and takes his arm and he's whisked away. But like he leaves and I just go to take a drink, but I'm, I'm just thinking, Jesus Christ, thank you. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where did Ben go? Well, he uh, died. He disappeared. Oh, God. He gone. Well, there goes another one. Oh, there's his hand. I'm still here. <laughs> Yeah, that was a dark. Gotta feed joke. the cat. That was a, that was a very dark joke. What no, I said fine. there? No, I said there goes another one. No, I know. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, Ash did fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but while you guys are uh, partying, uh, let's let's uh, shift over to everybody else. Let's do that. Let's get it. Let's yeah. Get, okay. Get so, these, um, these as you guys get back to the guest house, uh, the first thing Solid does is plop down on a couch and just, just throw like an arm over her face and just fall asleep within a couple minutes, um, as her other arm is just mangled to shit. Uh, but don't worry, sleeping overnight fixes everything. It's like a 15 seconds. It's day again. Yeah. It's a magic I world. I realized I realized the other day that song is almost 20 years old, if not more. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Nellie Melton. You know what I've realized though? <laughs> Taylor, when it comes to what? fifth edition, what? I feel like 
Just because you have full hit points, it doesn't mean that you don't have any pain or injuries. No one's oh, ever completely at 100%. So, like, the arm thing could definitely still be a problem. Oh, no, it will be. Um, no, the way I see HP is it is your ability to stand abuse until you pass out. Yeah. Ah. It, doesn't have, it doesn't necessarily have to do with your existing wounds, Though that can affect it, yeah. it has to do with how much more you can take. Right. And like, how much you don't... psychic damage do we all take on a daily basis, you guys? Probably 20, <laughs> 30. Uh, eight yeah. hours worth. Yeah. <laughs> Every weekday. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Sala passes out for a hot second. Um, is it just the three of you? Because Kenna's not with you. Okay. Yeah, Kenna is okay. definitely not with us, so it's just right. the three. No, she turned into a she turned into a mouse. She made like a mouse and she fucked off. Yeah, maybe today, Satan. Um, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe today, Satan. Satan, maybe so. Uh, but yeah, uh, you guys get sat down Gabriel. at Gabriel's uh, playing Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, stop today, distracting me. I no will say, because I know how much shit Noah has to go through, Yeah. Uh, and because the three of us here are... Well, Noah's fine, but me and Sala are pretty fucked up. Uh, this is a... I know how much shit he has to go through. It's going to be at least a short rest. Um, yes. So I am going to use my song of rest over that time. So however much HP... Cool. Uh, we would recover with hit dice, add an additional uh, 1d8. I'll just find an adjacent couch and I'm just laying there with my dulcimer, just like strumming it while ding. I rest. <laughs> yep. ding, ding. Ding. I was not going to go with one fucked up arm. Just playing like... You'll be fine. You don't use your arms to play instruments. You use your hands. Yeah, but what are your hands attached to? Uh, you'll be fine. Anyway, <laughs> I imagine with the support of laying down, you're probably fine. You yeah, can manage. You I've, just can't play I've, very fast. I've played guitar and violin. Trust me, your arms can be super fucked up and you'll still be fine. Yeah. I've done mm. it too. Cool. Not well, but I've done it. Um, yeah. Identify. Identify. So, we have... I do have all these written down for you, so you don't have to worry too much. Okay. Um, but I'll run through them for you. Uh, do you want me to just send them to you and you can decide what you want to tell the party? Or... Yes. Okay. I will give out the names and basic descriptions, but you can have the details. That's fine. Beep. Oh, so, fuck. It's all the shit. Well, some of these I have to give... Some of these are... Uh, what's his nuts is? Christmas. So I'll Christmas, give them to do him. You give, do you give him the items and shit? Yeah, I give him everything okay. that I found. Technically, you have it already. You put it all in the bag of holding. Yeah. Yeah, I have it all, but some of these I will... Um, we can share. So, yeah. Hold on. Oh, no. All right, so let me start at the top. 
Uh, anti- you have the antiquarian's magnifying glass, which is that domed piece of green glass you found. Mm-hmm. Uh, does not require attunement. Uh, but basically this thing will allow you to, uh, once a day, translate written language and possibly also reveal invisible text and illusory script. Uh, it does have an activation phrase, so bear that in mind. Ah. You have a whalebone ring, uh, which is gently tinted blue and has a streak of red on it. A uh, little red band going vertically. Um, you have the black gold lockpick. Uh, it is currently inert. It doesn't do anything. In fact, you don't get anything out of the whalebone ring or the black gold lockpick. They appear to be mundane at the moment. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You have the emerald lens an adjustable iron sight that can be attached to any ranged weapon with the ammunition feature. Guns, bows, crossbows. Uh, It will reveal invisible creatures in the lens, and it can ignore half and three-quarters cover. Wow. You have the Shroud of the Hermit, which does require attunement. (coughs) Excuse me. Um... Once a day, the user can activate it to take on a random appearance for eight hours. You do not get to pick the appearance, but it will not be you. It will change your clothes and your race and everything. That's my favorite thing in the whole world. Is that it's it, nice, right? It's so it, just the randomness of it is like, yeah. have fun. Uh, <laughs> you have a third level spell scroll that contains modified plant growth. Uh oh. And the modify to this spell is that it does have the action, uh, the action version where you can just enrich a bunch of plants. Has the eight-hour version, which will enrich an area for a year, and it has one more version where if you cast this spell once a day for a week, which means you would either need multiple scrolls or you would need to know this spell. You can enchant the surrounding flora to become especially strong, adaptable, and capable of purifying their environment over time. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting! Fourth level spell scroll is Death Ward, which is a great fucking spell. Uh, basically, if you get if you cast this on yourself and you drop to zero hit points, or you are hit by something that will kill you instantly. Uh, it will knock out that effect and keep you at one hit point uh, if you drop to zero. Nice. What, Coop? Uh, no, I'm just thinking, because the way spell scrolls work, I'm trying to remember. I think Death Ward is actually on the Alchemist table. I don't know. I have Cleric and Paladin. Um, Let me next up. Um, I'll tell you. Next up is the Defender Rapier. It is a plus three weapon, but the Defender will allow you to take away the sword's uh, bonus and add it to your AC over the round. Oh. So you can add up to plus three to your AC, but you sacrifice your bonus. And That would uh, make my AC 24. Yeah. 
Huh. Uh, but you can also choose to only take away part of the bonus if you want, so that way you, you can keep some, but also get a boost to your AC. Um, the Sovereign Glue. Uh, one ounce of glue can cover one foot square surface. Takes a minute to set. Once it's done so, the bond is only breakable by universal solvent, oil of etherealness, or a wish spell. Uh, you have a four ounce bottle. And you guys also found a, an oil of sharpness, which will add a plus three bonus to attack and damage for an hour. Okay. Or you can apply it to uh, piercing or slashing ammunition. But yeah, that's what you got. Sweet. Honestly, the Antiquarian's magnifying glass might be my favorite. Because I'm a person who really enjoys enjoys like utility wizard builds, and I would absolutely have this. Uh, we are able to use both of those spell scrolls. I can use the plant growth one, and Noah can use the death ward one once you get access to fourth level spells. Oh, we can't just use the scroll period? No, only classes oh. who have it on their spell list and have spell slots that they can use it with can use it. But... Okay. You don't actually use a spell slot when you use a spell scroll. Yeah. Gotcha. You just have to have the ability. Yeah. So where are you finding Death Ward on the Artificer list? Because I do not have it on mine. Uh, so it's not on the Artificer list. It's specifically the Alchemist Artificer. Yep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you are exactly the right subclass of Artificer to be able to use that. Sweet. Cool, cool. It's like Taylor thought yep. about it. Yeah, weird. Oh, Death Ward. Wow, I need a few more levels before that's available. Yeah. Okay. Half casters, man. If yeah. they were full casters, they'd be too good. Excuse mm-hmm. me, they're called hybrid classes. Half caster. Um, okay. <laughs> to you. Yum. So. To you. To me? To you. Uh, to me. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you guys. Um, so I don't know what we're doing. I was just hopping on the I don't either. Uh, I think the... So the Emerald Lens... Has, is Christmas using his... Wait, Christmas, were you the one who wanted to get the Emerald Lens? Because there were some of these things that you specifically chose um, from the book. Yeah, so I, I don't really care too much i just thought it'd be fun to kind of spread the wealth uh i can use okay. it if you want to use it you're more than welcome to use it you shoot guns more than i do i mean that's true i do shoot guns yeah. you are also the only two regular ranged weapon users yeah yeah other than sala i guess but she really doesn't fight that much uh if i'm being honest the um be real handy on a long range uh, weapon which I do have but also I'm more than willing to share that with you I mean that's not really my thing so uh, there you go sweet it's yours congratulations thank you by the way uh, for illustration's sake um, Ben you probably don't know but Koof might have either of you seen Django Unchained hell yeah I've seen parts of Django Um, Unchained have you seen uh, uh, fucking what's that Australian movie Quigley? Uh, 
Okay. Quigley down under. Yeah, that bitch. Tom Selleck. Um, but uh, so the German doctor in Django Unchained has an 1874 Sharps Buffalo rifle. The sights that he has on that, the adjustable iron sight that he adjusts while he's aiming, this is what that looks like, but with a strip of emeralds through the center. Um, I'll grab a picture of one of them for you, but... Uh, yeah, that's that's what this is. An adjustable iron sight. Uh, my rifle... Okay, that's actually pretty handy then, because I have a scope that can add range, and then I have the iron sight that has the additional stuff too, so that's... Mm -hmm. My gun is all scopes, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's scope, handy scope, to scope, have scope. iron sights and a scope. Because iron sights aren't a magnifier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then I'm trying to figure out, can I use finesse weapons? You're a rogue. You absolutely can. Yeah. In fact, a rapier oh, is basically says... the best finesse weapon a rogue can yeah. use. Oh, I'm a rogue. I forgot yeah. about that. Sneak attack, baby. Ooh. I forgot. Okay. 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 Um, Kidoki. So, uh, you know, does anybody want this, uh, this hermit thing? This ugly piece of rag? Uh, I would love that. Oh, okay. It's yours. You can have it. So what is Christmas taking? Uh, right now, the Emerald Lens and then the Shroud of the Hermit. Uh, he's also taking the Plant Growth Scroll. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to you just in case you can use it, but uh, we should probably show people what this does, So, yeah. like Kenna or somebody, so she understands what's going on. Yeah, I'm going to... That's something that's probably good to hold on to for a rainy day. And then, uh, yeah, I'm de the glue is mine. Uh, no, the okay, oil of sharpness is, is also mine. <laughs> okay, Jester. Um, might keep the rapier. Uh, Death Ward, I'm the only person who can use that. And then um, the Antiquarian's Magnifying Glass. This is the only one that, like, I know you said you like it, but it, this is the only one that's, like, not making me feel anything. What does that do again? Uh, it will translate written language. Um, so basically, when it's not activated, it's one of those like glass domes that you can run over paper to magnify the text. Um, when it is activated, it can go for up to 10 minutes. Uh, it'll translate any written language into your most literate language. Uh, it can't translate arcane equations or casting runes as they're not language. It can also reveal invisible text and illusory script, even if it wasn't intended for you. Does it doesn't require attunement? No, it just it's a one use of ten minutes per day. Okay. I, honestly, some of these things like that magnifying glass and probably also this uh, cloak, we can share those. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I I know how to disguise myself. You know how to disguise yourself. 
it's Magda yeah. and Fustrock that struggle with that. So if we know that we need to use disguises, one of them should probably use this. Um, Actually, the Shroud might be perfect for Fustrock because he kind of sticks out all the time. That's true. Hmm. And then we can just keep the magnifying glass around. Mm-hmm. You have the bag of holding, so I mean anything that's just going to be yeah. considered a group item, I think you keep with you. Okay, I'll just toss it into the bag. Be like, well, there you go. Um, Which P.S. Uh, the Shroud of the Hermit, when it changes your appearance, holds up to physical inspection. Oh shit! So if yeah. if Fustrock were to use it and like look like a human, for example, somebody could touch him and he'd feel like a human. That is the biggest thing about the Shroud of the Hermit, is someone can yeah. inspect you and they can't tell. That's so good. That's I mean, they, there, is, there is a DC to be able to tell, but it's super, super high. Uh, um. And then there's... So there's also this uh, this black, black gold lockpick. Apparently... It was like a gift from Senna, uh, but it doesn't do anything now. Still usable as a lockpick. Yeah, I mean, you can pick locks with it, which I can do, but it doesn't, like, do anything special. Yeah, I already have a set of Thieves' Tools, and you already have a set of Thieves' Tools, so... Toss it in the bag. Yeah, I guess I'll just... In the bag. Uh, Boon of Senna. Just throw it in the bag. Yeah, what the fuck ever. Uh, And then... I, like, hold up the ring as well. I'm like, I don't really know what this is for. Um, but Toldanost, I guess. It doesn't, doesn't do anything. No. Huh. Well. <laughs> Whale? Uh, okay. I mean, I have... Um, wait, how is Noah holding it? Just like this. Okay, just checking. Because it looked like Why? you were doing a Frodo thing. And I'm like, did you put it on? <laughs> uh, sorry, you cut out. I didn't hear you. Me? Yeah. Oh, I I, I thought you were like holding it up like you had it on. Oh. And I was like, oh my god, did you? I mean, I was about to look at Christmas and be like, okay, well, I guess. And just like slip it on and then continue on. Because I want to see what happens. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, no. I put it on for sure. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like, you know. I mean, okay. Noah thinks it's just a uh, ring. Yeah. I need. It's like, don't do nothing. Is it a wisdom low. save? Higher low. Oh, motherfucker. God damn it. I. <laughs> Okay, now make me a wisdom save. Okay. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, wisdom saving throw is gonna be minus one. Uh, three. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing happens. Oh, we're talking bad, bad. <laughs> um, cool. I just realized something else about the Hermit Shroud. Uh, it would also disguise the um, the Ace of Spades. 
Yes, it would. It makes all of your it. items look like mundane versions of themselves. Yep. So, yeah, this is definitely something that's going to be shared. Okay. What Sorry, else? Did you guys say something? You're having a bad time. Yeah, my headphones are messing up and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I apologize. Uh, I was. Can you hear me now? No, I can hear you, but I'm just getting like weird feedback in my head. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I was just saying the the Hermit Shroud would also disguise the Ace of Spades. It doesn't just disguise oh. your clothes, it disguises your gear too. So that is definitely getting uh, shared. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, so I think... Yeah, other than that, um, I'll just toss everything in the bag and uh, then we'll, we'll figure out what to do with it. I will. Oh, the rapier is attunement. I think I can attune one more item. You should the, be able to attune four, I believe. The other thing to keep in mind, too, okay. is I believe, depending on what your um, infusions are, since you've seen these, you should be able to replicate some of them as well. Oh, yeah. No, there's the reason I bought this cloak of elven kind. What's because that? Because I won't need it in a couple of days. Oh, that's true. We're all just gonna walk around with badass cloaks, basically. That's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I can only make one. Right, but we have the we Fustrock has oh, his awesome right, like Puma cloak. We have the Hermit yeah. Shroud, and then we'd have an Puma's an additional uh, uh, cloak of Elvenkind. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll all have our our badass cloaks. Yep, the, we're the cloaked bandits, the brigade, the cloaked croissants. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If no. we're gonna make a party name, and it's we're gonna not. be stupid and ridiculous, uh -huh. I don't hate the cloaked croissants <laughs> at all. In no. fact, I kind of love no. that. Oh no. <laughs> I love that we go from the Obsidian Collective to the cloaked croissants. There's also... There's literally not... Any connection to croissants at all? And <laughs> to bakeries, baked goods. I would argue that campaign one was more of a baked good uh, thing. I would think well, you're wrong. Yeah, we everywhere we, we go, store. we find bakeries. We've named Close like three bakeries. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, salt be like the Slayer's cake. Anyway, um, what else are you guys doing other than identifying and chilling out with these new items? Anything? Um, I'm going to start attuning to that rapier. Okay. Um, once... Uh, Enjoy your rapier. I, I'm sorry I said it weird. I apologize. You didn't say it weird. It was the inflection. My rapier. Rapier. Um, only way it could have been worse is if you said rapier once we are doing a little bit uh, better hit points wise from uh -huh. a short rest um, oh my god uh, I'm going to set up take 10 minutes cast uh, telepathic bond uh, ritually 
between me, Noah, and Sala, because those are the people that are here. Uh, and I'm just going to send a message to Sala being like, hey, um, can you... Uh, you don't have to come with me, but I'm going to go get uh, the Ace of Spades. Uh, can you tell me exactly where you put it, or show me, or just walk me through it? Uh, Sala sits up and sort of rubs her head a little bit. She says, uh, in your mind, she'll be like, I'll, I'll go get it for you. I don't want you to know where my hiding place is. Okay. If anything's happens just secrets you know just send a send a message secrets are the basis of their entire relationship it's true uh, we trust that we would never keep secrets that would be damaging to each other that's a mistake that's a relationship built on trust right there that's a mistake is what that is <laughs> yeah anyway uh, Taylor, uh, question yo, yo, for yes. you yeah um the defender rapier in D D beyond does it says it requires attunement, but it doesn't put an A next to it. Uh, it doesn't even give me the option to attune. And does the Gorgon shield require attunement as well? I do believe it does. One second. Because it doesn't say it in the description. But I wanted to check because I might have to get rid of something. Sorry, didn't mean to hijack everything. Um, We can talk about stuff. Who wants to talk about things? Anybody have some feelings they need to get out? Uh, Magda, I know you love feelings. Are we talking about Magda or Ash? (laughs) Um... This stream isn't long enough for oh, one of those. Uh, and the reason, <laughs> the reason you don't have an option to attune to it is because you're already attuned to three other things. Oh, so I can only do three things. Three for now. You're Soon you're going to... I have a different level artificer from you, so I thought you were, you were the same. Um, yeah, I The Gorgon think, Shield still doesn't have a tune. Let me look at it. Nope, you don't have to attune to that. Sweet. Awesome sauce. All right. I will just take off my berserker earring and uh, use the rapier. Cool. Good yep. shit. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, uh, do I have to... Go ahead. No, nope. no, go ahead. No, nope. uh, do I have to focus on the rapier while I'm attuning to it? Focus on it? Yeah, do I have to like stare at it really intently or something? I mean, you basically have to spend the equivalent of a short rest with it. Cool. Uh, I will do that while I'm looking at the sun tree bark that I got and trying to figure out what I can use it for. Make me an arcana check. Or nature check. Oh my god, it was terrible for both. Uh, I'm going to go with nature. And that's going to be a 10. And I'm going to add a flash of genius to bring it to a 14. Well, 
What you do know is that generally the only thing referred to as the sun tree is Hesperus's tree in Shell, the anchor tree. Mm -hmm. um, as for its uses, you're probably going to need to experiment a little bit with it, but the best you can guess is it may have use in possibly something related to the divine or uh, to something related to uh, uh, related to divine or divination. Those are two separate gotcha. things, I know. But divine magic, divination magic. Okay, thank you. Or other shit, who knows. Um, but Sala uh, takes off. Uh, she heads off into the night. And that's the last you ever see of her. Uh, <laughs> Fair. I mean, um, she did just get eaten by a dinosaur, so. Yeah. Coop never uh, forgives Taylor. Hey, but we, we do still have that telepathic bond up, so if anything does happen, like... When did you recast telepathic bond? Just now. Just now. Oh. Yeah, technically you and I can talk telepathically, too. <laughs> okay. I love that, Ben, you did that little thing. Like, yep. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but uh, back with the others, as the evening wears on, uh, getting close to uh, like 11, 11.30-ish. Um, what? Yeah, okay. I was enjoying it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as, as it gets nearer to midnight um everyone starts to gather up in the hall whereas people have been like scattered around the uh different parts of the hall and outside because it's it gets hot inside real fucking fast um and uh around 11 30 or so um Director Jiang Yuna steps into the middle of the dance floor and everything kind of quiets down and clears out. Um, and she she speaks up. She says, everyone, thank you for attending this year's uh, New Year's Eve celebration. We know this is uh, a difficult time with everything happening in Frosthold. And a number of you are headed that way uh, starting this week. Uh, but for tonight, please, everyone, continue to enjoy yourselves, and we will be gathering uh, outside in the square uh, in view of the uh, San Clock Tower, or the San Grim Clock Tower, uh, for the uh, stroke of midnight and the start of the proper solstice. Um, and uh, she doesn't really go uh much further than that like she doesn't give any like big sweeping speech she sounds exhausted much like i do um <clears throat> and uh there's like a smattering of clapping going around and people start milling out to like get good positions and whatnot um you guys will know that the uh, clock tower sits in the center of the guild walk and basically if you walk out to the square you can see it right there uh, it's very uh, similar in uh, very similar in size to uh, what is that clock tower called that we used to call Big Ben? 
I thought that's what you it's mean, called. Big Ben. No, yeah. Big Ben. Big Ben is the bell. The tower Whatever. has a different name. The tower. The tower. Of it's not the Tower of London. Big. No. <laughs> I'm confused. Are we talking about the clock tower that's called Big Ben that's in London? Oh, that's the name of the bell. Technically, yes, but we know it's it Elizabeth is. Tower. Of course, it's Elizabeth. Everything's Elizabeth in fucking England. Either Elizabeth or There's Victoria. Like ten of them. Well, I, I have well, I have learned something new today. Same. Yeah, for some reason there was this thing like a couple of years ago where suddenly everybody was like, "Fun fact, you know, it's not actually called Big Ben." And I'm like, "Why not?" <laughs> oh, I'm looking it up. Uh. It was actually renamed Elizabeth Tower in 2012. That's why. Yep, that's why it's recent. Why, though? Thank you, internet. It's in the Palace of Westminster. Nobody fucking cares. Um, But uh, the only people who get to go anywhere near it are the people who take care of it and fucking the queen. And she can't walk up all that way, so who cares? Uh, Anywho, uh... It is it is of similar size to Big Ben, as I will stubbornly call it now, since you guys seem to like it. Uh, but the design of the tower is more probably akin to the Tower of Orthanc, uh, where it has, uh, for those of you who are less LOTR nerds, that's Saruman's Tower uh, in Lord of the Rings. Um uh, where it does have these like uh, these almost like fins that come out the top, but they meet in the top and almost look like a like a, a flower bloom that's twisted closed, um, and it's it's gorgeous and it has a big electric light up there that you can mm. see from across the whole city. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, people start filing out. Uh, people finish up dancing. Some people grab, like, two drinks and go outside, and, yeah. Uh, but Fustruck, uh, as you're hanging around, and maybe you've gotten a couple dances with people, I don't know what your what your life is like. Um, at one point, you feel a hand land on your shoulder pretty heavily. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, daddy-o. <laughs> Ben, you saying that makes it feel very different. You're welcome. (laughs) That's because I am baby. (laughs) No. Actually, I'm the youngest one in my current relationship, so yes, I am. (laughs) That's not what I take baby to mean, but all right. Oh, no. You don't know me. I've got two sides. There's two wolves inside of me. One of them is is boss baby? baby. No, they're both gay. <laughs> there are two they're wolves inside me, and they're both horny as fuck. <laughs> Where's me? I'm over here with, like, a corgi and a dingo. Oh, my God. That's, like, that's got an average intelligence of negative one. I've just got, like, two shivering chihuahuas. <laughs> just angry and mean. <laughs> Uh, oh, so one? so, yeah. Talk yeah. to your daddy. Yeah, what are you gonna do? He just 
Um, I'll just I'll yeah. just look over uh, over towards the here? source, and Indeed, I assume it's Tejar. Oh yes, there is a Tejar. And just go, Dad, son. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> 35 episodes it took to get to that, you guys. I, uh, I was surprised to see you here. I am inclined to say the same thing. I uh, was also surprised to find out you're uh, making deals now. What's wrong with that? Didn't really think that you would ever do that. Um, Tejar, as he's speaking, he steps up beside you. And is Tejar taller or shorter than you? Uh, I would say we're probably about the same height. Because uh, okay. Minotaur are usually in this in the six foot range, like in the like often the upper six foot. Yeah. Um, like Razvin's taller than me, and he's kind of an outlier. But he's a big boy. Yeah, he 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 big, um, but yeah, we're we're probably about the same height. Okay, uh, I think I described him a bit last time, but uh, he looks like he voted for Trump. Yeah, uh, Tejar is Tejar is a lot darker than you. Um, he has more of the like Spanish bull style horns. You definitely got more of your looks from your mom. Uh, he is muscle bound all to fuck. Uh, covered in scars. Thickly muscled. Shut the fuck up and get out. That's the meanest thing I've said all day. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, I mean, I have thickly muscled horses and muffled deer scream. That is all I've got to my name. Yeah, but the muffled deer scream's good. Yeah. Shit, I referenced that twice in my own book, Ben. Yes, you did. Did you really? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's there. That's yeah, a little Ben Easter egg. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I have to figure out a place to put um, a whole deer scream. We should I'm all put it we're, in. Are we all going to do this in our books now? Yeah. 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 It's, it's I'm, going I'm, in the next book. I've been looking for an excuse for a place to put it in Rosemary Hearth whenever I get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps, I also have a spot to sneak in thickly muscled. Sweet. I love it. Yeah. Don't you do it. I will edit it out. It, no, like the story is about a guy like that who takes no. like steroids and gets earthworms in his veins. Oh, so his what? veins are all like wiggling around. No, oh, I hate that. God. I hate that so uh, much. Yeah. It's like, it's like back in the Victorian era where you could buy tapeworm no. pills. No. Yep. Oh, to get skinny. Yeah, and then they gave you a second pill to kill the tapeworm when you were done. Ah. Yeah. I mean, that'll do it. Yep. yep. Sure fucking will. Better hope that <laughs> pill works. Yeah. If not, so, you're going to be... Because the tapeworm definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All you got to do is just, like, drink arsenic or something. It'll be fine. Oh, um, yeah, that'll yeah. take care of it. Uh, yeah. That was a cure-all back then. It's fine. Um... Anywho, uh, yeah, uh, so Tejar is dressed mostly in black. Uh, he is very sharp, definitely not tribal, like, suit on. It looks like he's trying to 
blend in a little bit, but the like the piercings he has and like some of the ribbons that are tied in his coat and whatnot uh, definitely make him stand out. Um, it's like I don't know. It's like in Tarzan where they put him in a suit, but he still walks like an ape, so he's very much stand out. Uh, yeah. That's kind of what Tejar's got going on right now. But uh, he he steps up beside you and he, he crosses his arms. He hasn't looked at you. He's just kind of looking ahead. Um, and uh, he says, I believe in my letter I asked you to tell me when you arrived. Yeah, sure did. Alright. I like how Coop just is fucking laughing. (laughs) Uh, So, I assume from that then that we're going to have a problem. Is the bartender still at the bar? Sure. It's Dolly Levi. Dad, why don't we go sit down and have a drink? Sure. And he turns and heads toward the uh, the bar, where a very classy, charismatic lady is serving drinks. <laughs> Not quite Dolly Levi, but close enough. She also kind of talks like Carol Channing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you again. <laughs> I, imagine I can do her I... voice right now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was get COVID, and now I'm Carol Channing. Oh, hey. do it again. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, Ash. What do you say? No, I was just saying I clocked them, and I'm not gonna approach, but I'm definitely like we're hanging back and we're watching. We're making sure no funny business goes down. Yeah, in between making out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta come <laughs> <it> sometime. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Tejar uh, sits down at the bar, and uh, Dolly Levi slips a business card under your drinks. And uh, <laughs> this is just gonna be my running joke for the evening. Um, um, it says, Miss Dolly Levi, Minotaurs taught to communicate. Indeed. If you need your bustle lifted, absolutely. Or your, uh, or your, yeah. No, mm-hmm. sorry. Bustle shifted, bosom lifted. Yep. Might be. Or like some childhood trauma erased. Yeah. If you need your yams jostled, if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's not that kind of. No. <laughs> She's a classy lady. Oh my God. Can you imagine someone just like, let me fondle your yams? You need to budge those yams, or else they're gonna get they're gonna get stale. Those yams need some marshmallows. They need some budging. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so sick right now. I don't know what's happening in my brain. <laughs> oh my god! Like I'm saying things, so I'm like, stop. <laughs> if it helps, that's me so much of the time. Uh-huh. I know, I know. But in my anyway. brain, I'm just like, why am I talking? <laughs> anyway. So you sit down with dear old dad for a couple of brewskis. What you do? 
Dad, I think you know by now I can't just come home. I don't see why not. There's kind of a big why not. You and I never really gotten along much, it doesn't seem. I'm sorry. Shut up, Ben! <laughs> <laughs> I had the thought, but if he hadn't done the thing, I, God damn it. I um, literally <laughs> muted for a reason. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Excuse me, good God. I'm sorry, my brain died. What what's happening? Uh I, I just basically said like, you know I can't come home. Like you you and I are very different people. I don't think it has anything to do with us getting along. You would hate me taking over for you. You're supposed to take over for me. I don't think I have to. Who the hell else would? I got brothers and sisters out there. I mean, shit, the lady that you showed up with could be the mama one of them for all I know. I don't know her. Don't worry about her. She treat you good? That's not what it's about. Look, we may not always or ever see eye to eye, but that doesn't necessarily mean I want bad shit for you. I wanted nothing more than to make you proud of me when I was a kid. But I don't think there's anything that I can do while being true to myself to make you have any amount of respect for me. Hmm. Well... I think that you've probably spent too much time out here. And I think your mother's put some ideas in your head. You know, it wasn't just mom. You know, running into her was wonderful. She got to see me at a fighting pit using some uh, very fun abilities a friend of mine was able to help grant me. Um, you would have loved that fight. I basically made a paladin and piss himself. Good. What was she doing at a fighting pit, though? She's fighting. Not, not her. Yep. 
She uh beat shit out of Paladin too. I don't even know. I hate both of you. Anyway. Um he uh sorry, I'm having a hard time focusing today. Uh he he nods ever so slightly. He says, Well, I imagine she's I imagine if she can uh, fight now, she must be doing all right. Maybe, uh... Hmm. Maybe she learned being so soft isn't the right way. I think that you mistake kindness with weakness. Oh no, I don't mistake. I know. Then why were your business partners so happy that I was friendly to him tonight? I don't care. Business ain't about friends. Doesn't always have to be that way, though. Listen, Foostruck, I... I've always known that you're a friendlier sort. You're nice to people, they like you. And that's all well and good. But it's not necessary. <laughs> ben over there like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're muted. Maybe that's um, maybe right. that's why it's important. <laughs> um but uh, he, uh, looking down into this this glass he's been given, which is like I don't know, bourbon on the rocks or something. Um, he's a simple man. Uh, says, anyway, I, uh, I'm sure you've learned from all those very talkative people that I'm here in town for some business. And it's business that would benefit you. Uh, setting up a little bit better of a future for the clan. And I thought you would be on my side with this one because it's opening up the clan to the rest of the continent. I was mostly surprised. Seems uh, rather out of character for you. It's not out of my character. Just because I work with outsiders doesn't mean I have to like them. You know, they ain't so bad. I never said they were bad. You didn't have to. They're just outsiders. You know, when it comes to the rest of the world, the clan's kind of outsiders. Yeah. 
the number of funny looks I got in Frosthold was unsettling at first. But I got paired with a couple of people <coughs> who um, ragtag group. Definitely people who didn't fit into the rest of uh, rest of Frosthold. But one of them's like a sister to me. One of them got pissed off and left. Of course, I am kind of responsible for his bird turning into an egg. And then we met a few more. Each one of us is weird and an outsider in some way. Just gotta find some commonality and not be a dick to people. Alright, well, I did not come here to be fucking insulted and he stands up from his seat. <sighs> Listen, Fustruck. Um, and as he like picks himself up, draws himself to his full height, he, he faces toward you. He says, I promised Lord Dine and General Sokolov that I would behave myself. But I feel like you and I need to settle some things. I would I read Oh, oh no, go ahead, Ash. I was I was gonna say, can I read like to see like there's obviously tension and stuff like that. Can I read to see if Ustrak needs backup? Like, I don't know. That's just a vibe check. Are or... you are you inciting Tejar or are you inciting Ustrak? Uh, let's say Ustrak because I know him better. Okay, roll. <laughs> Bad. Uh, <laughs> what do you think that should get her? Um, I mean, Fustrak basically is downing the rest of his glass and just like turning around in the chair to look at uh, to look at Tejar. He doesn't seem overly concerned. Okay. Yeah, there's no like, there's no like chest puffing happening. Yeah, I'll, I'll still hang back then. I meant what I told you in that letter. I'm not coming home. Now, see here, son, that's not an option. Yeah, that's the problem. With you, there's never any option. But, I'm not beholden to you. And frankly, I don't think I need your approval. So, 
and I'll stand up at that point, just like kind of like even out the wrinkles on uh, on like the battle skirt. Go. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> And uh, you see a moment where, like, even though he's pretty straight-faced, you see his eyes flick to the side uh, towards uh, where you can see Indira Sokolov off to the side talking to someone uh, with Roan next to him. And you, you know your dad well enough in that moment to know that the thing going through his head is, which relationship do I care more about right now? Um, and, uh, he nods ever so slightly and he turns and he just kind of bellows across the room. He's like, Sarna, we're leaving. And he starts heading toward the door. Um, and you see the Minotaur woman who's in the middle of talking to a bunch of other people look up and you see her roll her eyes and give quick goodbyes before she heads out the door after him. I just kind of stand there and watch him go. Yep. He leaves and does not stay for the final event. Um, Before, how, where are we? Are we by the door? Does he pass us by? Yeah, he probably passes you by. Before he goes, I say, uh, kind of quietly, like, enough where he probably hears me. But, like, not like, oi, you stupid bitch, or anything. I no. have my dice ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, I oh, say... You can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I say, your son's a better man than you are. Okay. Um, he pauses mid-step and turns and looks at you um, and you see him kind of size you up for a moment like taking in who just shit talked him um, and uh, there's a moment where you realize you're on the receiving end of what Fustrak does to people he's about to ram <laughs> uh, and uh, he regards you for a second as his date catches up with him and takes his arm and he says, and who the fuck are you supposed to be? His family. <laughs> Damn. Uh, this is why we play games with Ash. Yes. <laughs> Roll me an intimidation check. Well, but, but, hold on, let me look at your character sheet real <laughs> But quick. also roll a constitution saving throw. Because you're about I'm to better die. at that. Uh, <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. If I need to, I got a MacGuffin for that. <laughs> hold on. I want you to use your wisdom modifier instead of oh, anything else. okay, okay. Ooh. And I want you to roll it with advantage. Oh, Taylor rewards oh, oh, role play. No, uh, okay, it was a 21. Okay. 
Um, he stares at you for a good long moment after you say that. And you can... You are insightful enough to know that his brain is looking for some kind of comeback. But you can see when he gives up and uh, he sort of like, he reaches up to smooth back like part of his mane. Um, he says, well, good taste in family, huh? And uh, he continues on, uh, not trying to match wits with you. And you feel Gwen give your arm like a little, a little like tap, like good job. Um, yeah, a food truck. You will see him stop and regard Magda for a moment. Oh yeah, like as soon as he, as soon as I see her like mouth something and him stop like that, I definitely take a couple steps forward. Yeah, just like ready to end his existence. If needed, um, you guys are mad at each other, but you still love each other. It's so cute. That's family, baby. Fucking well, hate each other, but I will go. I will go fuck yeah, somebody up. That's family. And I I was literally like, as he left, like once he left, I was gonna come up to Magda and I was gonna give her a hug. Mm-hmm. Crunch. And just be like, I was never worried this entire night because I always knew you had my back just like I always have yours. That's disgustingly saccharine. But I'm still not going to apologize to you. Well, we're family. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Pat, pat. crunch and then i let go <laughs> this is one when of those pulls... oh no go ahead go ahead oh no when he's when he pulls away i'll say i am sorry to you about the whole jasper thing and i'm sorry for the tone that I used. And also, what I said was probably something rather hurtful to you. And you are not the most selfish person I've ever known. Magda a few months ago, maybe. But now I've met Tristan Kepler, and he's (laughs) more selfish than you. (laughs) I would disagree. um, You have grown a lot, and while you may have had a misstep when it came to Jasper, you have never been anything but a wonderful person to have by my side the last several months. It really was because I wanted to protect him. 
I mean, mostly. Magda, I don't doubt that. I, I don't doubt that at all. And sometimes I don't always treat him like an adult. And I know that. It's kind of hard to remember that he's an adult sometimes. He's just so sweet and innocent so much of the time. Yeah. And there was a moment that we both forgot. And it happens. And all we can do is do better. That's kind of what tonight's all been about. I'm glad I didn't have to beat your dad up. Um, I'm going to tell you now, I don't think you would have had to, because as soon as he grabbed you, either Gwen or I was going to rip him in half. That's, That's true. That's correct. That's very true. By the way, Gwen, can we spar sometime? I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. If you want to lose, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's sparring. Is they really losing? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, God. I want to see that fight. <laughs> All right. Enough of this we, uh, sappy bullshit. We got to get back home. Well, we, uh, we got word from the others? Yeah, they're back there. All right. Well, I suppose we, uh, we best be getting on. Um, dad is sometimes persistent Um, let's just keep an extra good eye out wait is Walter here he's around okay I didn't know if Walter was with was with us or not I call over I call over to Walter I'm like oi great boy no, wait, not Brit. Where is he from? But you have an English accent too. I know, but say. he's not from where I am. Shit, where is he from? Oh, Brit box. Well, oh, from, from you know from Harris from from. Uh, the place kit destroyed. Arden. Yeah, fuck. What Boy, is it BBC called? America. I just said Arden. Arden. I was honestly waiting for Magda to be like. Hey, guy who was stolen from the the Moore yeah. family. Hey, Gabriel. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, Gabriel. Like, <laughs> oi, fancy pants. Let's go. Forty heads turn immediately. Not that one. <laughs> and Walter like steps out of groups. Says she means me. Then he makes his way over to your little group and just looks at you like. I have a name. It's Walter. Yeah, it's funnier to not call you that. Alright, pirate assassin. Like, I haven't had that hat in like a month. Okay. We do. I, I miss and that you hat. And you've my name for months. Yeah. Also, you're a little behind the pirate assassin thing. Old news. They now came she's... up with that months ago. <laughs> now she's clearasil because her her skin isn't all scaly anymore. What are we doing? I don't know. Um, Let's go. <laughs> we're we're riffing. It's called yes and. 
No. I hate it. (laughs) And Walter just walks out the door. (laughs) That's Walter's catchphrase. No. No. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna hold up my hand to Magda for for a high five from us messing with Walter. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know if I want to give you that, but all right. (laughs) Okay, you two. Can we leave? You're embarrassing me. Yep. Yeah. Anywho, uh, you guys head out of the Jewelers Guild and basically say fuck it to the final event because it's a bunch of stuffy rich people anyway. Um, (laughs) And uh, you guys would probably, it's not that far away, so you'd probably arrive back at the near estate just shy of midnight. Um, In fact, probably about the time you guys start walking in, you would hear the clock tower tolling midnight. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, I was about to. Okay. You do this every time. You say why. it literally <laughs> the moment before I'm about to do it. Sorry. When we come into the cabin, I'm gonna kick the door open and just scream <laughs> "Happy New Year!" Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This That's Christmas the year is like napping and then just pulls out a gun. Right. I'm literally <laughs> like fitting the iron sights to the weapon right now. It's another yeah. Criscodile! Um, yeah. Oh my um, god, no. Criscodile. We're not using that. It's when you dip a, a crocodile in Crisco and fry it. Can it they not do be that. instead? It's a Cajun croc. It's a Cajun croc. Crisco. Cajun gator. And if you put the crocodile in a cage, it's it's croc and cage instead of cage and croc. No, it's a cage and croc a cage. If you put it in ice, is it a refrigerator? Yes. Yes, indeed. That's that all. Is if it actually, throws up, it is it a regurgitator? <laughs> a regurgitator? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wait, huh? if it drinks, if it drinks a sports drink, is it Gator Aid? It's a Gator Gator. Wait, yeah. hold on. Fustrock Gator Gator breaks into the door. Says Happy New Year. I look at my watch. Is it actually the New Year yet? Yeah. Or is it? Le- oh, okay. It's not like four minutes before. No. Okay. It's a very good watch. That's a yeah. Stala said it herself. Uh, Happy New Year, please, for the sake of my brain, never do that ever again. You get yeah. one of your reprieve, Chris. <laughs> Sala, Sala reappears <laughs> with like a knife in her hand and just like a hand on her chest as she sits <laughs> back down. Noah pops out of the pack bedroom with a cake. Oh, wait. Sala does come back? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wonderful. She's, she's, yeah, she would have come back a little bit ago. Okay. May I re add the Ace of Spades to my inventory? Of course you can. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, let's, let us jump on break there. Um, let us fly. Break. Let us go some salads. 
What is the that and more fun facts after the break? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, love you too. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>
back. Hello. Wait. Uh. Yeah. Yes. I'm live. All right. Cool. Am I on the internet? No. Danny. <laughs> I miss that <laughs> dynamic so much. Um. But anyway. Uh. Welcome back. So. Uh, everyone just arrived back at the veneer estate, except Jasper. Uh, and Stop uh, it! Stop <laughs> it! We're it past is... it! We made no, it! No, you're not! Um, you don't need him anymore. He's been gone for uh, like a day. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> it has just struck midnight, which means Happy New Year, everybody. It is now the year 502 Ooh. E1AC. It's the year of the peacock. It is Diaz ah. first. Hmm. The autumn uh, equinox in the southern hemisphere. I have aged an additional year. As of yesterday, yes. As of yesterday. Mm. Oh, yeah, Same. right. It was his actual birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tried to invent Christmas, you stupid bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to know how long that's been in the works. Oh, did he pause? He froze. I know he didn't. He's talking. (laughs) Um, Being a dick. When everyone does get back, if they're like winding down and shit, I will immediately start recasting uh, telepathic bond as a ritual spell. Telepathic bond. How many times can you do that? Uh, it's a ritual cool. spell. I can take ten minutes to do it as many times as I want, and it is a fifth level spell. Holy Ooh. shit! Uh huh. God damn. Like Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Three times. Three times. Don't worry. You'll get your chance. Use on Tejar okay. when he shows back up. Freeze his dick off. Gail. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, at least you said dick instead of the other thing. What, penis? Balls. Uh, no, the thing you said in the chat no, the other day. don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> don't. Oh, I did not <laughs> say that. I hated that word. Wait, what'd no. you say? No. Oh, right. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Like, literally, you said, no. I hate you to it. Yeah, you did. Oh, that. His yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Steven would have been very proud of that. Yes. <laughs> he loves that. Yeah, he literally walks him. around the house constantly saying that word all the time. <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> Not talking about it. Right in the kitty. <laughs> um, did we um, actually check the the box that we got that it no? apparently has these uh, things that we're supposed to have? Nope, you sure didn't. We should probably do that. Oh, the box! I should open the box. I'm gonna check the box for arcane traps by casting box. detect magic. Ritually. On the box. On the box. I mean, it's detect magic, so it... Yeah, it's detect magic. It doesn't have to be on the Uh, box. Detect magic will show you that the box is not enchanted. 
Uh, But it is filled with a number of enchanted items that, without opening the box, appear to be evenly spaced apart inside. Ah. They're not. Then I will. Is the box unlocked? No. Okay, I will unlock that box. Is the box made of lead? Unlock that box. Uh, No, it is not. It's made of steel. Gotcha. It's like a cask sized. Sorry, you've picked the box. You picked the box with a million dollars in it, so now you don't get as much money. <laughs> oh yeah. I guidance. Gonna open the box. Hey, it was almost a nineteen, and then it was a one, plus one, so two. Make oh, me plus thirteen, uh, fifteen. Make me a deck save. Oh. It's fifteen. Make me a deck save, but. Uh... Oh, I didn't check it for traps. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, deck save. That's going to be a solid 11. Once again, I've gotten you as something mechanical, not magical. Yeah, I, I just don't. The artificer. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not the a artificer. What are machines? <laughs> so you're, you're fiddling around. Potions, you guys. You're fiddling around with the lock with your picks. And you got your tension bar in there, and you're trying to get the tumblers. And as you hit the third one, it goes way further into the lock than you thought it should. And then there's a split second when you're like, oh, fuck. As this noxious, horrible, clear gas just gets fired out of the lock at you. And just begins to drift through the entire room. I also need constitution saves from everybody. Uh, Noah gets disadvantaged because he's right there. Is this a poison effect? Why? Because I am resistant to poison. You may roll with advantage. Oh no, I'm immune to poison. I'm sorry. You don't have to roll. Nope. 13. 13. 17. Okay. Dice. Uh, bad. Uh, eleven. Cool. Uh, anybody who rolls under a sixteen, uh, you are going to start coughing horribly. Uh, one, one second. Uh. I have to double check a thing here. Uh, start coughing, and uh, your vision goes dark. God damn it. Oh. I'm blind. You are blinded and poisoned. Those who rolled over a 16, uh, you. You aren't blinded, but you and you're not you're not poisoned, but you're still going to take some damage. Um, those who failed, did that include me? Uh, nope. Okay, cool. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mag is just like. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tastes so bad. What is here. that? Yeah. Who farted? It's a weird box part. <laughs> Someone cooking eggs. Ew. 
<laughs> uh, that's going to be 20 poison damage for those who failed and 10 for those who didn't. Fuck. Yeah. It would kill normal people. Mm. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would actually straight kill a basic NPC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that happens. And it's still locked. Hmm. Okay, uh, that didn't work very well. What the fuck um, just happened? I don't know, the box... Also, is... Fustrock, did you just let one loose, man? Because, damn! I, I swear it wasn't me. It was... What's wrong Magda. with all of you? Magda, did you... Are you just immune to your own bodily fumes oh at this God. point? Is I, that what's going well, on? Because Jesus everyone, fucking Christ, I literally can't can even not, see the smell so bad. Yeah, everyone that's is used to their own brand. <laughs> it came from <laughs> the box, you dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to call How long it. does this blindness last? You don't know. All right, maybe we should just, you know, like sit around and wait for our vision to come back. Can Somebody we open uh, a window? Can we not instead? Can we? Do you have any like antidote thing? Christmas. Um, like... You'll feel Sala take your arm as she like puts you in a chair, <laughs> and uh, uh, Gwen goes over to do the same thing to Fustrock. They're both fine, but. Uh, uh, Walter, who is standing uh, kind of near the door. Noah. They're just like, yeah, okay, whatever, uh, fuck him, right? Walter, who's who's <laughs> standing near the door, uh, looks okay, but he's definitely got like a kerchief over his face. Um, he's like, well, that was particularly stupid. Yeah, well done, I Mr. didn't Book. see you opening the box. Yes, it's because it was your box. Okay, well. Guess who's stupid, then? It's you. Touche? Yeah. I might keep your mouth shut before you find a glued shut forever. Am I going to be blind yeah. forever? Because that's not going to work out for me. Yeah, Are we going to be blind forever? Um, after about ten minutes, the both the poisoned and the blinded effect begin to fade. Cool. As soon as it lifts... I go back to the box and I'm going to check it for traps. More traps. Okay. Go ahead. Guidance. Fuck. This is investigation, right? <laughs> you did this to yourself. I know. I rolled another one! Buddy. It is trapped. Cool. Does anybody else want to try? I'll look I mean, at I it. could probably break it. Hold on. Give me the fucking box. Here's the box. Oh, I, God. I smack him and give him guidance. Okay. God. And I will use my last second level spell slot to cast enhance ability on myself uh, and give myself uh, advantage on Intelligence checks, because I also will want to check this over for traps one last time uh, okay. before I try to open it. So, uh oh, oh, that's much better. That's way better. 
rolled the first one. I rolled the first one. I was like, how bad is this going to be? Uh, well, the first one was a one. Uh, the second roll was much better, and that's a 16. This 16? box is cursed. Uh, it's it's yeah. not trapped anymore. Okay. Um, I will also attempt to uh, open the box. Okay. Guidance. Open the box. Out of the box. Oh. So long. Twenty-one plus uh, twenty-four. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have very little trouble with this lock at all. You just kind of, you just kind of pop it right open, and it's kind of like, dude, there was clearly a trap on the third tumbler. What's wrong with? I you? look over at Noah, and I'm like, potions and magic, mechanical things. What? Well, no, not even that. I look over at Noah, I go, magic, mechanical shit, what the fuck is mm. wrong with that? You, no, we flip next time. I'll deal with the magic, you deal with the mechanical shit, okay? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, anyway. He's, I'd love he's to. the box boy. Yep. Uh, I am the box boy. Yeah. You, yep. uh, but Christmas, uh, you're able to pop the lock open, and uh, oh inside... My God. I'm gonna throw these fucking dice away. I literally just threw it again, and it's another one. I'm I'm done. That's three in this a row. Di- this is not. This that, technically this, four in a row four. if you include that's mine. Four in a row. Yeah. She she's going somewhere uh, else for the night. You uh, pop the box open, and inside you see several individual small cases, uh, all made of ebony wood. That they're like, they look like little bracelet cases. Or Are cases. the cases trapped? They do not have locks on them. They look like they're just boxes. But are they trapped? I don't know. Are they? <laughs> Can I roll an investigation check I to see if they're that's trapped? I what you were doing. Okay. Uh, 16 plus 19. They're not. They're just boxes. Okay. I open one up. Uh, inside, you will see a green tealish uh, crystal set into a steel ring that functions as the uh, amulet on the end of a steel chain. Uh, it is kind of delicate looking. It's all like very small chain links. Um, and the amulet itself is like... Uh, the the crystal is thinner than like your average pane of glass. It is super super thin, uh, and you can see through the crystal, and you recognize it right away. This is indeed raw residuum. Okay, how many of these boxes are there? Uh, inside of this chest, there's probably a dozen. Okay. Holy uh, shit. I put it back in the box. I put the box back in the box, and then I give the box back that to Noah. Into another box. Yep. And then I, I give. That box I mail that box. I give the box back to Noah, and I say, "This is what we need. <laughs> that should go in your bag in case they discover these are missing, and they try to discover them magically." Uh, before he does that, I would like to look through them and see if I can figure out like which planes they go to. Uh, make me. You can either make me a history or arcana check uh, with advantage because you're very well educated. Guidance. Yeah. One. 
No, I didn't. <laughs> I picked a different <laughs> dice. I rolled a 12 and a 13. So that's going to be uh, history 17, 18, 19, 20, unnatural 20. Nice. One second. Okay, so uh, you would know that uh, different metals uh, are assigned to different planes, and you know that steel is assigned to the Prime, the Feywild, and the Shadowfell. Uh, okay. Normally, when you cast Plane Shift, uh, you need a, uh, a tuning fork that is attuned to the realm that you want to go. It's made of a specific material and it has a specific pitch. Uh, this item functions a little bit different, uh, but what you can learn if you play around with them for a second is that if you tap the um, the residuum crystal, you do get a pitch out of it. It rings like a crystal glass. Um, so any of these that have steel would take you to one of those three realms because they're all mirrors of each other. Um, you do find, uh, one second, I'm trying to find it. Uh, where is it? Uh, you do find one that is made of wrought iron. Uh, only one. Uh, it has, how much does Noah know about music? I don't know. How, Probably not I mean, lot. rich kids have to take music classes, right? Yeah, not enough. Uh, but I would, say, I would say if you show these to Christmas, um, you would be able to tell that the one in iron has a different pitch to it. Um, there is only one uh, that is made of iron. And then you find... Uh... Oh, God, where is it? Uh, ah, you would find one that doesn't have a metal ring, but instead a quartz ring, and also has a different pitch. Uh, and the chain on that one is actually made of tiny quartz links. It looks like it could break if you look at it too hard. Mm. <laughs> Do I know which plane the iron and the quartz go to? Uh, the iron can... Uh, correspond to a load of different planes. It's the pitch that will tell you exactly which one. And I don't think anybody here has perfect pitch. Okay. If you can find a piano and match the pitch, then you'll be able to find out. Um, I have multiple instruments. Yeah. If you want to test, you can. Um, just for fun, make me a performance check with advantage. Performance. This is the first time I've gotten to roll that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, much better. Uh, 22. All right. Uh, this one is the, uh, would be the note D. Okay. Oh, no, which, I have gotten to roll performance before. I played in a tavern. Which, combined with Noah's knowledge, will tell you that this one is attuned to the abyss. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, if you care, uh, the Prime, Feywild, and Shadowfell have a C pitch, and the last one that you have with the Quartz Ring uh, has a B pitch. Uh, 
This one, Noah would know, corresponds to the Astral Sea. Hmm. Okay. Make sure you write those all down, because I will forget. Uh, D. Uh, D. I wrote them all down. What? Uh, Nothing. So you only you only listed off five. What? You no. said there are a dozen in there, but you only gave me five. No, no, there's a dozen of them. Only two of them are different. Oh, okay. So ten of them are the steel ring ones. Okay, I thought you said three were steel rings. So. My bad. No. Ten of them are Prime Material Plane, Feywild, or Shadowfell. Yes. One of them is the Abyss. One of them is the Astral Sea. Correct. Is Prime ours? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. Gee, I wonder so, which one old buddy wants. Yeah. I mean, uh, if he's still working with Sav, I'm going to guess the Astral Sea. Well, well, Tristan told us that he wanted the Feywild one and that we could just keep the rest. He did not say that. He said you could have some of them. Which means he probably let us keep the ten that we, you know, don't yeah. particularly need. Right. <clears throat> to, to clarify, because I think this may have gotten lost, Tristan said he wanted them for himself and some of his crows. He said that you guys could keep whatever was left after they got what they wanted. Mm. Well, he didn't give you a number. Technically, he didn't tell us how many he wanted either. Yep. The Astral Sea one is the one that I'm worried about. Same. Yep. I mean, but um, even if they go to the Astral Sea, like the the Demi Weir should stop anything else from coming through if they come back. But if Sav gets his way and punches a hole through it, then... Real quick, let's make sure yeah. that we're talking in our heads and not talking yeah, out loud. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. we are. Because uh, yeah. there's an important thing to remember about this. Sav wants Tristan dead. So we can't assume that Tristan is getting these for Sav anymore. I mean, but Sav loves to make deals. What if this is just another deal to keep himself alive? Right. Maybe. I, I don't know. He seemed very awfully careful. surprised about what we taught him and this Does came the same every... day. I guess we don't know if he knows everything that's in the box, right? We could attempt to keep the Astral Sea one away from him and... Just um, say, nope, that was everything that was in there. And... I have a feeling he probably knows what's in the box. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably why he wants it. I also, while we were down there, Kenna said that she was looking for these two. Yeah, and seemed to be okay with us walking away with them. Yeah. He had to leave because yeah. of an emergency. I like... had a very interesting time. Why does everybody want these? What? There's people all over the place that can do this kind of magic. Why would they need these? 
don't know. I guess it gets you out of a sticky situation. Well, I mean, maybe they need to be worried about people that can do that kind of magic. And also, yeah, but why would Kenna need to be worried about it? She is immortal. Yeah, but, but I don't think that she's able to like cross between planes by herself. She's well, a druid. And also, the only way to really do this if you can't do it magically is um through the gates. Yeah, this does what kind if, of take you around the gates. What if you wanted to move you know, what if you needed to get to or from the Feywild and didn't want anyone to know about it? You wouldn't be able to do it very much. No, you'd be able to do it once. Well, or ten times. Well, yeah. Well, five, because you'd have to use one to get there and one to get back. Oh, that's true. Hmm. I mean, we already know where uh, where Chris is. We could just go pick her up and go to the Feywild ourselves and find out what it's all about. Yeah, well, then we would have Tristan back on the ash. How is he going to get there? He can still get there. Yeah, he has people inside the guild at the gate. He can very easily mm -hmm. move back and forth. But um, that would take a while, wouldn't it? I think um, we need to assume that he's going to attempt to double-cross us when we bring these to him. Uh, and... I think we can bring him proof that we have these, but we should also hold on to the ones we think are the most important, which are the Astral Sea one and probably the Abyss one as well, until mm -hmm. we actually have Christine in our possession. I think that's a good idea. Okay. And if, you know, worse comes to worse and... <clears throat> shit start going sideways uh just use it and uh well hopefully you can find a way back from the astral sea or the abyss well actually hold on that sounds like a really bad idea actually hold on taylor these are one-way trip right one way huh they can never mm -hmm. be used again are you thinking about sending tristan into the <laughs> abyss I'm just leaving him there. <laughs> I think he has to be the one that uses it. Uh, yeah, I don't think they work that way because I already thought about doing that. And it, it, like mechanically, you would use the one for the abyss. It would take you to the abyss. You wouldn't use it in the abyss and come back from no. it. No. No. Okay. Wherever you use it from, it takes you to either your set safe location or wherever the last set safe location was. Interesting. That's a hell of hey, a one-way trip. If you get to, like, level nine spells and get wish, you could just be like, I wish that Tristan uses this thing on himself. Oh my that's God. That's such a bad use of the. I mean, yeah. terrible idea. Of you could just wish that he was dead. 
I mean, <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't you want to torture him? Just a little no. Bit. <laughs> ah, Magda, the BBEG. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, only because I assume somebody will identify these things. Uh, I did post a description. I can't read Tinder. If the item is identified, can I cast identify on one of these? Sure. Like, can I cast identify on? I'm going to cast identify on one of the Feywild ones, and I want to know what the location is. ASL. Really? No one laughed? All right. What? No, I heard what? you. Ooh, yeah, I know. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not laugh. There's a real interesting uh, paragraph in this. Uh-huh. Uh, that the item's ability can be counterspelled or dispelled. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah, I just thought I'd make it clear. Um, so, uh, casting identify on one of these, uh, you can find the safe location. You said you want the uh, abyss. No, I want one of the Feywild ones. One of the Feywild ones. Uh, roll me a d10. Okay. Five. Dead center. This one does not have a set location. It is brand new. Hmm. I'm going to cast Identify also on the Abyss and the Astral Sea. I'll use up all my spell slots to do that. Uh, The one for the Abyss, um, you don't get a description of the place. You get a a look at the place. Oh. Um, And uh, when you identify the Abyssal... uh, traversal stone uh you get an image of the front of uh lord dine's vault okay (laughs) that makes sense uh and you realize something when you see this image flash into your head um this was set before you fucked with the door because you can tell the door hasn't been fucked with, and also there's no caltrops laying around. You're looking mm-hmm. at an image of the door before you guys ever visited it. Okay. Wait. Wait. What kind of implication does that have? I don't know. Does that mean it takes us back in time? <clears throat> Can I can I do like a check on that? <laughs> some some sort. You can make an arcana check. Okay, guidance. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, that's a good arcana check, guys. Uh 27. I'm sorry to say that time travel is not a thing. Oh, okay. So, Yet. Yes it is. <laughs> yes it is. You, I have played in this world in time travel. Noah doesn't know that. Yeah, that's true. As far as Noah knows, time travel is not possible with magic. Well, I hope he knows he's wrong. Um, Okay, and then what's the... 
What's the, the Astral Sea one? Uh, the Astral Sea one, uh, you get an image of nine stone rings lined up. Uh, each oh, no. of them lit up brighter than the one before. This is a static image, by the way. Yeah. Um, and you see uh, standing in front of the dimmest circle, the first one, you would know what the realm gate looks like. Uh, standing in front of the first one, you see uh, Kit with his arms crossed. Okay. Um. Interesting. I'm going to share that with everybody, obviously. He was in front of the realm gate? Yeah, when this was made. Okay. I mean, he's been to the Astral Sea before. We know that. Yeah. I guess it's not that weird. But it is weird that he's all by himself. He's not with the Collective. Yeah. Yeah, no Nyx, just him. Oh, and without Nyx. We don't were know there any... Were there any gate guardians there, whatever they're called? No. Interesting. Huh. Does anyone else okay. just not like that? Like, that just... I, yeah. No, yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think the more we the more the further we delve into this, the more it seems like Kit's the problem. Yep. Also, that might explain why Kenna was looking for this. Maybe as some sort of proof yep. as to what she suspected. That's kind of Kenna had to leave due to an emergency at a very yeah. strange time. I'm curious what said emergency was because she imagine needing one of these, finding them, and then immediately leaving. Well, and then also, she wouldn't like, go into the abyss with us. Well, and also, I wonder if. Because we were with the AMC all night and nobody got any notification of an emergency or anything like that. I don't think it has anything to do with what was going down in Frosthold. I think it was something personal with her. Something... I don't know. Could be something specific well, to the collective. All of those... Oh, uh, did I tell you, Christmas? The, uh... Oh. One of you go first, please. You go first? <laughs> Who goes first? You go first. <laughs> the, there was uh, also all the... Uh, so I, I started talking like right when you did. Sorry. Flip a fucking coin, people. Come on. Just go! <laughs> Christmas, did I... Did I tell you where your parents went? Hold on. Foostruck, you go first. No, I'm Oh kidding. my god. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't tell me you followed my parents... Or anything oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I followed your parents. Uh, Wonderful. I'm not sorry. Um, we are speaking in our heads. Yes. 
still not sorry. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> they went. They're staying with Roan Moore Nile and Kelladir. They met Kelladir out at the front gate. Um. I mean, it's been. One, why are you following my parents? Sav can see through your eyes, and I do not want him interested in my folks. I stayed far behind. It's fine. Okay. Uh, two. Um, I mean, it's been ten years since I really heard about or, well, seen my, my folks at all. I can tell you we, we weren't having Obsidian Collective folks around the house when I was there. I didn't think so. I mean, I don't think that it's any... Foostruck, did you say that your dad was invited by Sokolov and... Who else? Uh, No, he... um... It was some business having to do with some of the people around there and uh, dying. Ah, dying. You know, given everything that's going on, my folks, uh, I didn't have too much interest in running the family business very much, but they breed some of the finest horses in all of Atlaren, so it could be that the AMC is working with them for supporting their troops down in down in Frosthold. Maybe, but why would I don't know, Christmas. I I mean I'm just saying I don't know the answer, but that could be it. Uh there is someone I could reach out to about it in the morning when I've you know, got a little bit of the magic juice back, but not not yet. Taylor, you said Ronmore Nile was there at the party, right? She was with Indira. Okay, and so when he when Tasia called over to Indira, she was there. When did he call over to Indira? When he was talking to fucking Foostrack. No, he called he over call to her. He oh is yeah date. no he, yeah, yeah but yeah, he yeah, looked yeah. at yeah. her he looked at Indira yeah, yeah. to yeah. basically be like whose friendship do I value more yeah. which relationship am I willing to do to I yeah fuck do up? I want to whoop my son right but, now and endanger this or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh so here's my thing Roan more Nile evolved. With Sokolov, who happened to want to make some sort of arrangement with Fustruck's father. Christmas's parents are staying with Ronemore Nile. I don't think that's coincidence. I think we found them all. I mean, can't confirm it, but I think that that's far too big of a coincidence. Remind me, the, who oh. is Fustrock's dad making deals with? 
Because I thought he was invited by Dine. He was. And yeah. I thought you said and Sokolov. No. no. He knows Dine. Sokolov. Yeah, his deals are with Dine, not yeah. with not with Sokolov. It's really late. You're fine. That's okay. It's only midnight. I would add that you know, uh, the thing is, is like all rich people know each other. Yeah. And they're all basically sleeping with each other. So Tasia's not a rich people. You might as well be. Yeah, he he's got you. something to offer. This is also the Southern Hemisphere AMC get together, and my folks live in Lachmanos. <clears throat> That's a long way to travel. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Especially for the same type of food. Anyway. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would say that you you must be really fun at parties, but I spent about approximately 20 minutes with you at a party, and you are not fun. So, I mean, I was a little worried about, you know, my dad and making sure that your parents were okay. safe and all that, so. My dad. Um, uh. I am concerned that I just love the idea that this entire conversation takes place telepathically, though. Like, it is yeah, so funny just... to me to just, like, imagine the way we're all looking at each other during this. Again, whoever <laughs> animates this shit in the future, yeah, make sure you get the scene right and get it in there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It's a lot of he looks at me and I look at him. Get off TikTok! I am... No! I am incredibly concerned that my my parents are there. I don't want them anywhere near this. I abandoned everything I I had with them twice now to keep them out of my shit. So, you know, I'm willing to take extreme measures to to distance myself from them if need be. Um, y'all, I just had a thought. So, back in Port Saros, you know, like the whole, like, pit of blood and all that shit. Wasn't that supposed to have to do with the new year? Pit of oh, blood? No. What no. are you talking about? No, that has to do with uh, the day of, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Dane. Dell and Dane, oh. the day of Dell and Dane. <laughs> okay. I almost said um, Dunedain, which is really, really close, but not <laughs> this world. Yeah, different world. Uh, it's oh. okay. Different world, very yeah. close to I, uh, I was a little worried that maybe that might be why Kelly, uh, not Kelly, goddamn, uh, why I kind of had to leave so suddenly. Uh, no. No. They would know about I that. Think, I think it's Kit. I think Kit's our problem. I think Kit is Kit is the I think Kit is the reason for the all modem. I think Kit is <laughs> the reason that all this started. Because he was trying to do something good and it just caught up with him. And he would be probably one of the most damaging to have on the council besides uh or the collective besides uh Kenna, which She's already had some, like, multiple weird things with gods, and I don't think anybody wants to test her anymore, because she always wins. 
So did Kit just make some sort of a deal at some point unknowingly? I don't think that's what happened. I think somebody snuck up on him or tricked him. What if... What if the Almodum is like a totally separate thing? Oh, I think he made it. No, I think so too. But... What if that doesn't have anything to do with Sov? I mean, it could what be. That's just Kit's mistake. Wait a minute. Are you, Magda Renly, saying right now that maybe not everything is connected? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a shit about it. Sorry, it's been a really long day. I got attacked by a fucking dinosaur. Sure, uh, you guys found a dinosaur? Wait, yeah. what? Sala holds up her arm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have matching oh, scars now. Do you need anything? Nope. And she just kind of flops down on the couch. Okay. Uh, I think the Almadam was created by him, but I'm not sure if it's connected to Sav or not. I, But I think he might be using it to make it at least more strange. But I, it wouldn't be the first time that Oh, I don't know, Magda. I guess you could tell us better, since you know so much about the collective. Like, would this be the first time Kit's done something like this? Uh, because I know well, the answer, but I know he has started hurricanes, uh, in an act of hubris, and yeah, I what an idiot. We we know that <laughs> well, he has he thanks, has guys. the potential to be arrogant and to <laughs> have it fuck get me, out of right? control. Yeah. Well, we uh. we know that whatever happens with the Almadam, the, the 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 preceding issue was the the residuum factory polluting the water, and you know the. The Almadam is under the effects of uh, a plant growth spell, and that is... I just can't... I have to assume that that was done to help fight this pollution. Right. We know that... Um, I pull out the scroll, the third level scroll that I got. You're like, this... Whoever made this knows exactly what they were doing. Okay, can I have that back now? Oh, yeah, it was in your bag. I forgot. <laughs> I just pull it out of Christmas's bag. I'm like, ah, yeah. And then I, yeah, okay, no, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, no, they knew this spell wasn't meant to be bad, but it may have mutated. And we know that Sav works slowly, and he doesn't do his own dirty work, so, I mean... Maybe he didn't directly make it so that someone like Kit gave a boost to the Almadam, but he is certainly taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Because we know that if the Awas tree falls, Sav is going to love that. But then why... Why get Walter involved at all? If he could do it with the Almadam... I think you always what? need to what? have 
When you're someone like Sav and you, you work slowly, you work patiently, you never are going to be completely dedicated to one thing all the time because you're watching the fruits of your labor from other actions that you've taken. So he puts into place more than one plan. Mm-hmm. So he can watch all of his different plans take effect at the same time. Which, it let's be fucking real, guys. There's fires all over the world right now and we're struggling to put out a single one of them. I think we just need to pick one and start putting out fires. I think if he's really playing chess like he claims to be, Kit is the queen. That is who it is. I would believe it. There is only one person more powerful on this entire planet than him. He also mentioned that the mole doesn't know who they are. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean... Kit could be his queen and his mole. Kit's been tricked before. It wouldn't be impossible. I also regularly just does stupid stuff on his own volition. I mean, fair. Like giving hair to a hag. I also know what I wrote into his epilogue, and I know that he'd do fucking anything to save the planet, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to discount Kelida and Roan just yet. I think we should look into that. I I think they could be useful to someone like that, but very limited. Because they only have the power to bring people back from the dead who want to be brought back or who are even available. They can't even bring Amelia back and they can only do it once a year. It's it's well, very limited. The the point also of the mole is not necessarily who's the most powerful, right? He just wants to know. I mean, I don't know what he wants to know, but possibly he could have, you know, a mole just to see what they're planning on, see what they're talking about, be ahead of the curb. And know what he needs to do to distract them. So it's not necessarily about what they can do. It might just have been who he get his hooks into. Because in all honesty, Kit is powerful. So Sov might not have been able to do anything. And he wouldn't... As desperate as he is with the Almatum, I'd... I just don't think that he would intentionally side with Sov. So either Sov did it against his will, which Mm -hmm. sounds like a fucking task, or it's not him. I... Oh, um, no, I wouldn't know that. Sorry. Gwen, Gwen's going to speak up here after after listening for a bit. She says, I am curious how something that only Kit would have access to ended up in Arthur Dine's vault. What do you mean? Well, the ring well, and the lockpick. Yeah. What, a, what about him? 
Well, according to the stories, Kit was the last one who had them. They disappeared. And now Arthur Dine had them? Oh. Well, I didn't know that. In one of these... Oh, no, you didn't, as Noah. Yeah. No, I'm Noah. I Good don't job, know that again. Wait, hold on. <laughs> and we know that Kit was there when one of these ripcords was made. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Walter? Yes? What in the world kind of relationship does your father-in-law have with Kit Volfira? not to where there was one. Huh. You know, that's a good point. Arthur Dine doesn't seem like the kind of person who would be interested in making friends with... Or or vice versa. Kit doesn't seem interested in being friends with him. I mean, Kit's thing is like trees and taking care of the yellow seer, right? Like, why? what has he got to do with some rich jeweler? Exactly. And... Here's the other thing. Here's where the connections start to not make a whole lot of sense. Or maybe they do. I don't fucking know. Tristan wants us to steal these from Mr. Don, who has these either given or stolen from Kit. Or, I don't know, accumulated in some other way. And, like, I just can't... It's If Kit is working with Sav in some way, whether he knows it or not, uh, that means that at some point, Kit was may have been working with Tristan. Where did it you just guys... feels like a whole lot of double-crossing Where amongst did you guys people. Where get these? be an easier way to do it. Uh, these came from... Uh, a vault that, well, okay, that's just, uh, well, it's a little bit uh, of a story. What was the setup so, like well, down there? So, well, yeah, so you We you were go in the down, abyss. Yeah. The abyss. There, so, Dine has a vault that has a portal contained within it. It's like a portal inside a lead box that goes to the abyss, which yeah. is, and it like goes to a balcony on a rock where the real vault is. It was really pretty. Yeah. No, apparently he goes there all the time. There was like armchairs and books and stuff. Yeah. It's hmm. a lot of shit. Yeah. What if that... I think that would be far-fetched. I mean, what if... Oh my god, that... I'm a fucking idiot. Hold on. Why? What if you stole from Kit? No, hold uh... on. Hold on. Uh, I pull out the <laughs> ledger that has oh, yeah. all of the magic items in there that were listed in it, and I want to oh, yeah. see if there's any information about how these objects were accumulated. Sport cookie. And I still have advantage on these. Yep. Oh, it's smart. Oh, it's even better! Ooh, 20. Ooh, bitch. Uh, Alright, which items do you want to look at? Uh, the whalebone ring. Whalebone ring! Uh, 
Ah, it is listed as Whalebone slash Whale Ring, the ring of a favorite of Tal Dunost, 10 in existence. Uh, if you flip further, uh, there is like a ledger of getting these things and where they're stored, but there is more of a journal section to this uh, that, as you flip to it, is not written in a language you know. Give me the. I hand him the little glass. Yep. Now you understand. Now you understand why he has it. Yeah. Um, It's hilarious you do that because I created a very similar object in Exordium that they use that just like translates any language for them to read. I mean, I do know comprehend languages, so like I could just cast that, but this is cooler. We're gonna use the thing that we got. Uh, What language is it in? Or what Make I know? Can intelligent. What languages do you speak? I speak uh, common, Thunar, Infernal, Sylvan, and Thieves Camp. I don't speak Abyssal, but yeah, be willing to bet a copper piece that it is written in Abyssal. I was gonna guess maybe uh, Infernal, but so Noah, uh, this language and Infernal use the same alphabet. So, therefore, you would know that this is indeed Abyssal, but you don't know how to read it. Uh-huh. Ah. Okay. Oh. Uh, if you act... Uh, I would activate know that, the, too, actually. Yes. Uh, if you activate the Antiquarian's magnifying glass, uh, using the phrase, show me what came before... Uh, I'll say that out loud, show and I'll just... I'll say that out loud, and then I look at everyone else, and I'm like... This guy is more dramatic than I am. No, uh, he's not. Trust me. <laughs> um, I'm so, putting a blanket on Sala, and I'm just like, huh? <laughs> uh, what is Christmas's most literate language? Ooh, um, girl. Ooh, damn. Being that you grew up in Lachmanos, there's a possibility for it to be infernal. There's a possibility for it to be common. Um, I'm going to actually do a thing here. Um, I'm going to say that while he spoke common and infernal and draconic, probably the most frequently in Lachmanos, due to what he's actually studied, and because I think it adds a really cool flavor to his character, he is actually the most proficient with Sylvan. Nice. I think that's it's like somebody fucking learning real life Tolkien languages. Uh, Basically. Better at them than English. Yeah. Uh, so these will be translated to Sylvan for you. Whenever he talks uh, in common, he's like, fuck, I hate this. Why doesn't everyone just speak Sylvan? So pretty. Why <laughs> not? Um, yeah. Uh, the whalebone ring entry uh, is pretty short. Uh, and doesn't have a whole lot of descriptors to it. Um, you can tell he kept it vague on purpose. Uh, but basically, uh, basically it details, uh, a meeting with an unnamed person, uh, and an agreement, uh, an agreement to become a supplier, he uses those words, uh, in return for a number of 
useful objects. The whalebone ring was the first one delivered. What? Why would that be? No, I'm starting to put this together. What else is uh, Lord Dan known for aside from jewelry? Are you asking me? I'm asking Walter. Uh, he's the father of one of the council members. What? What? Uh, I imagine Amelia did not talk about her dad too much then. Well, they got along fine, but he didn't like me. What kind of alchemist is he? What kind of... I'm not sure I understand your question there. Uh... I think that um, we saw that he had all modem stuff. We know he has this scroll. I think that it's possible that Kit traded these items for help dealing with the all modem. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong, and based on your reactions, I'm assuming that I'm completely wrong, but those are the pieces I'm putting together. That's not a terrible idea, though. Oh, we're desperate too, but then like, what would he give him? Would you like to continue reading? Yes, I okay. thought that was it. Uh, no, there's more. Uh, if you go through to the black gold lockpick, uh, it almost sounds like a continuation of the whalebone ring. Ah, helpful. Entry. Indeed. I needed to collect um, more journal pages on this uh, mission. I am, I am <laughs> breadcrumbing you along here. Thank uh, you. A black gold lockpick, a boon of Senna, a goddess of magic and mystery. Inert. Unclear why. Uh, Lord Dine writes a little more about this one, especially his disappointment. Uh, he says he is not surprised that the whalebone ring didn't do anything for him. He didn't expect it to. Uh, however, he was expecting the black gold lockpick to still be of use. Uh, he is unsure whether it lost its usefulness because uh, of Senna being restored, or if Kit, uh, not Kit, uh, yeah, if Kit did something to it when he had it, um, or whatnot else. Um, But he is frustrated, and he is considering this item to be of far less value than originally agreed upon. And uh, therefore, Therefore, he will be requesting additional uh, supplies for half price. Well, I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm going to have to read through all this shit. Um, Do you want to read more? I'm just assuming that you're when you finish speaking like that that you're that you're done with the bit. But yes, I would no. like to li- read more if there's more. I I always have more. You have but to ask. Okay. Uh, Keep reading continue... until I solve the campaign. <laughs> I'll give you the next one that actually may have to do at with level ten. Shit. Yes. Uh. You get to the Emerald Lens. 
which is described as an adjustable iron sight with an emerald uh, gla uh, an emerald plate. Uh, one of the last inventions of Ansem Molinarch, oh, fuck and yeah. briefly held in the possession of Marin Veneer, uh, before uh, it was bought by a collector. Uh, he then goes on to basically talk about famous places it's been used in like big battles and whatnot, none of which are really that important. Um, but he says, uh, when my supplier brought this to me, I was fairly certain it was not something he acquired by honest means. Therefore, this is going to have to go away for a while before I can think of using or selling it. Well, we know they're a he now. Indeed. I uh, am getting some major Voldemort vibes, you guys. What? Voldemort what put all of his horcruxes into famous I historical artifacts. I did horcruxes. Yeah. No, I know, but I, I'm not I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying I'm getting like some very intense collector vibes with yeah. this. And like these are all starting to tie back to the collective. Yeah. So just inferring real quick that what I'm inferring is that uh Lord Dine is getting these magic items and in exchange he is supplying he's the the person that is providing these is go is a supplier for him. Let me let me lay this out in a little plainer text for you. Okay. Uh there are two different types of deals going on that he's okay. talking about. This person that he's getting these items from is also supplying something else. Oh, but he hasn't said okay. what? Gotcha. gotcha. And so then, with the second one, with the with the black gold lockpick, he basically said, "Okay, if they're going to be supplying me these other things, they're going to be doing it at half price then, because I'm disappointed with this." Exactly. Okay, gosh, I was confused. Gotcha. I thought a transaction was taking place between like Spine and I was like, "Wait, if you were disappointed, why would you give them your stuff at a discounted price?" Yeah, no, yeah. it definitely yeah. sounds like Arthur Dine has the upper hand in whatever the hell is happening here. Yeah. Uh, the oh, Death sorry. Ward scroll. Uh, he notes that based on the handwriting, he believes this may actually be a creation of Lady Roan herself, uh, probably circa 498. Huh? Uh, he says that he's surprised it's lasted this long. Um, but now that, uh, now that Lady Roan is so well known and well liked, he's considering it less of an item to be used and more of a collector's item. And, uh, he wonders how his supplier got it from her. Obviously this person has never died before. Otherwise they would know that it would be very useful. Uh, but okay. Oh no, they know it's useful, but the value of it having been created by Roan is potentially more. I'm just providing color commentary. Uh, sure. I will continue reading. Okay. Uh, the... Just for fun, because you do like the Shroud of the Hermit, I do want to tell you a little bit about it, because I think 
I think some other people will enjoy it too. Uh, this was acquired through a deal uh, in uh, the Kieran Undersea with a very strange merchant who is clearly not of the Abyss, but also not of Atlaren either. Uh, Lord Dine uh, writes a little more freely about this one, where he says, uh, visiting Border Holtz was quite the experience. And my host and his uh, many servants and such were uh, very kind, but I could tell that I didn't, uh, I could tell that many of them didn't much care for my uh, more cutthroat business attitude. Uh, he talks about how his host was very weird and like, had clearly been many places, but didn't belong anywhere. Um, and he talks about how this person has like an Oni mask for a face. And oh. how, <laughs> how very, uh, how, what's the word, eccentric he was. Oh no. Um, and uh, he bought this cloak uh, in coin from this merchant. Uh, and apparently it was created in the abyss for, uh, for a demon lord who uh, died in a very, very silly accident. And so the cloak was never claimed and he got it for uh, way less than it was worth. Cool. Well, there's absolutely no unique history associated with that cloak whatsoever. Nope. Uh, we will move on to Clearly. the next thing. The last <laughs> thing that will be of use to you here is the third level spell scroll, the plant growth. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I was waiting mm -hmm. for that one. Uh, the entry on this one uh, basically says, uh, my spire has brought me a copy of his unique spell uh, in order to study it. Uh, I've learned that for what he has, uh, for the way that he has used this spell, I'm going to need something much more powerful than just a dispel. Uh, currently uh, working on a number of possible uses, uh, possible solutions, including reaching out. <coughs> including reaching out uh, to the Guild of the Gate for any of their input. Uh, and uh, within the entry, uh, he says... Where's my notes? Within the entry, he says, uh, I estimate I have anywhere from three to five years before all life is choked out of the aisles. Okay, so... The aisles. I, uh... The, um... Shit. There's something down in Frosthold that's called mean, like, that. Rolliger? In Vern? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming it's where you guys found the fucked up all modem 
Uh, oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he meant just like some islands or if he meant like the continents or if he meant like the abyssal plane. I wasn't sure. So I'll <clears throat> relay everything about everything except for the hermit's uh, shroud because that's just a fun little thing I want to hold on to myself. Uh, whoever fucked up the Almadam is trying to get help to fix the Almadam. That's why he's devised something like this. He's put a timetable on it and everything. So I th I think we are absolutely right. Whoever is whoever is responsible for the Almadam did it to help fight the pollution without realizing what the effects would be. All of this stuff is related to either Kit or Marin in some way. Uh, except for the weird, uh, except for the, the cloak thing. There's nothing special about that whatsoever. Just a random enchanted <laughs> cloak. Probably came from a magic shop somewhere. Uh, yeah. I, I'm still thinking that it's, it's either Kit or someone close to Kit. Or, oh shit. No, because he says he. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be Kenna. <clears throat> There's not... Uh, the only two druids I can think of powerful enough to pull that off would be Kit or Ren. But I don't think it'd be Ren. I mean, Ren knows Kit. Kit tells Ren everything. And then what else well, is... I want to look through this ledger again... I want to see if there's any sort of transactions that that signify what exactly it is that Lord Dine is supplying. If there's any other hints about it or anything. Make me an insight check. Okay. Mm. <laughs> 11. <laughs> okay. uh, flash of genius. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, glancing through the ledger section, uh, you go back to where you see the first one of these items that you recognize. And you see that a transaction is written down as uh, the whalebone ring. And then underneath a line, there are just the letters EC uh, times two. And that is it. I hold it up to Walter. What does this mean? Why would I know? You. I don't know are a how businessman. He... You like sell residuum and shit and smuggle it. Like that's. Yes. Um, I what? Can I take a look at it? I know about business. I mean, yeah, what does EC stand for? Every business keeps their own shorthand and whatnot. I can't say what he uses it for. Okay, that's still helpful information. Thank you. Can I take a look at it and think back to all the stuff I saw in the vault? And things like that. And also what I know about being, like, like selling ingredients and stuff and see if I can make any sort of connection? 
You can make me You can either do an insight check to see if you can figure out how Lord Dine's like accounting shorthand works. You can do a history check to see if you can connect those letters to something. Okay. Uh Yeah. Okay. I'm going to guidance myself. I'm going to do history. Oh, not not great. Um, 13. I'm going to use my last flash of genius to make that 18. 18? Okay. Yep. And I'm sorry, which one did you pick? History. History. Uh... Man, I can't decide if that's good enough. High or low? Oh, Jesus. High. Okay. Uh... So you take a good long moment to just like stare at that page and thinking over what Lord Dine is doing and the less legal things that you now know he's up to and trying to find some way to connect it with someone that you know, you spend a long time thinking about it until eventually you kind of catch your gaze like straying toward the steel box and your mind kind of wanders and you think about the ripcords and you remember they're made of residuum crystals where do those come from earth blood fountains earth blood crystal. crystals ding okay so, uh, how about Earthblood Crystals? Ooh, boy. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Who did we see? Where did we find an Earthblood Crystal that we were like, oh, they found a way to stop it from destroying itself? It was on our way to Mana's, I believe. No, we found one, and we tried to... We tried to, uh... I tried to take one, and it fell apart. It just became inert. But recently, we talked to somebody or saw somebody who had one in a bottle. I think I had it. The Aubrey? It was an Aubrey. Was... I had an Earthblood shard in a bottle. I just can't remember who I gave it to. Searching the notes. Because I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember it was really heavy. Yeah, because it was like a gravitational yeah. earth blood fountain. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that it was obtained near Mana's. Yeah. On our way there. Yeah, yeah I don't think... I know I found it. It was already in the bottle. Because I tried to do it and it didn't work. Oh my god, I don't know. <coughs> this history oh, search brought to you by... Nothing. Right. But I wrote down the bread basket. 
Elarin Adventuring Company is brought to you currently by no one. <laughs> okay, here's here's the last mention of a crystal in a bottle. Uh, Orn 25th, you guys reached uh, the Earthblood fountain that was leaking lava down into the valley near Manaus. You met Ira, who is a geary female druid. Uh, Noah tried to take one of the tiny hovering crystals from the Earthblood fountain. You tried to put it in a bottle. As soon as you removed it from the field, it grew heavy and dropped, shattering the vial. When you touched it, it sent out an unknown effect across everyone nearby. Uh, it was uh, basically a wild magic burst. Mm -hmm. uh, you did not take a crystal with you. No, but I thought for sure. I remember saying something like someone <clears throat> figured it out. Someone figured out how to. I don't know if we read it somewhere, but someone figured out how to remove the crystals. Arthur died. Well, yeah, I mean, now we know that for sure. No, you guys, you got, I believe actually you heard this from Tristan. Maybe, Maybe. that was it. Hold on, let me double check. Uh, I don't think we did, actually. This, so all sounds, to do. this all sounds brand new to me. Really? I, I remember not, what Ben's Not the stuff about. with the Earthblood Fountain, but the the that Lord Dine had figured out how to do this. That sounds new. Right. Yeah, that is new. Uh, Tristan wants the crew to attend an AMC New Year's event, specifically the first part, which is at a dinner at Dine Manor. He makes an illegal type of enchanted object from residuum crystals that can be set to a safe location in whatever realm it's attuned to. Okay. It was Tristan. I think we're mixing Orn 25th and Turin 24th together. Oh, it feels weird to me. Because I know what you're talking about. Because I know yeah. the answer to that question, who figured it out, and it's Arthur Dine. Okay. Well, he's one of a handful, but he's the only one you guys would know of. So, but then is he just giving away the crystals, or is he just get, is he making these and then handing them out? Who knows? They're illegal, so... Yeah. Are these ripcords made of earthblood crystals or are they made of residuum yeah. residuum is, residuum is earth blood crystals. Blood. oh that's right that's yeah <laughs> you just said that sorry so who uh to be to be super clear uh there is a difference between earth blood crystals and typical residuum because most residuum is in the form of powder because it is uh, distilled out of a specific type of stone using acid. Residuum crystals cannot be made uh, from powder. They have to be formed naturally. They're like materia fountains. Yeah. Uh, the only way to get those are in certain places in the Feywild and certain places in Atlaren, but they come from the same source, which is an overflow of magic that crystallizes. And it is almost impossible to touch a residuum crystal in its natural state without setting it off and losing the magic in it. Lord Arthur Dine has figured out how to do it and assumedly possibly taught other people how, but they are still illegal to use outside of a scholarly setting. So he's either harvesting them or having them harvested to make ripcords and possibly other stuff. Kenna knows about these ripcords. 
Yes. And who is Kenna closest with on the Obsidian Collective? Burke. I mean, I would say Kit. <laughs> Aside from Burke. I'm not asking the DM. I'm asking the party. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Kit's no, the only person it could be. I think yeah. Kit is handing off items to Lord Don in exchange for help dealing with the Almatum. And I think he thinks the, the Earthblood crystals might be able to help. Wouldn't you try everything you possibly could If you try to do something right in this world and it turned into the Almatum that's on Frosthold right now. Kenna knew these were here. She knew where to get them. She knows the person that's working with Lord Don for all of this. Quite closely if she knows all of this. If it's not Kit, it is it's Ren. If it's not Kit or Ren, it is someone of equal stature if they exist in this world. This is a pickle, huh? I... Okay, so if it is Kit, then what what do we do? Well, we still haven't that still doesn't mean that he's the mole. No, it doesn't. But if it is Kit, it means we help Kit take care of the Almatum. I, I have a question. This is some this is some wizardy shit, Taylor, but I have a question. This spell shit. scroll that I have Let's me cast plant growth a way that I haven't, that I'm not able to normally. Yep. Would there be a way for me to study the scroll in ways to make it so that I would be able to learn how to cast the spell that way? If you were a wizard with a spell book, you could copy it into your spell book. Do we know any wizards? Would. Identify, tell me who wrote it. And actually, wizards can't learn plant growth. They can't. Only druids can. That's druids, a... birds, and rangers. They can learn this one. Uh, okay. Oh. So Walter. Walter's a wizard. I don't think the spell says specifically anything about that, but I wasn't sure. It doesn't. Uh, I feel like that's a little more legend lore. I wasn't sure if maybe there was like a... Because everybody... The way we've been talking about magic in the past couple of campaigns, it's like everybody does it a different way. So yes. I wasn't sure if there'd be like a a signature, like a tell kind of thing that would make this one person's magic over another. And I don't know if that's more investigation or if that's actually like an identify thing. I don't know. I'm gonna check. 
Can I give myself guidance? Yeah. Well, I just threw my D4 across the room. Good job. Um, <laughs> it's okay, I'll go? step on it later. Yeah. Uh, well, it landed on one, so that sucks. Um, so Arcana is plus four. It's not good. Twelve. Do you want to throw a flash genius at it? Do I don't have any more. Oh, buddy. Uh, looking it over, there isn't any signature, but you do have the thought that this is handwritten. Yeah. You could potentially compare it to someone else's handwriting style. Uh, I, I've seen Kit has written me multiple times on a Vodro scroll. Would I recognize has. it? You would, actually. Yeah, yeah, you would. It's Kit's handwriting, isn't it? It, it is. Then... Yeah. Okay. And this is a copy, according to your book. So he copied his own work. Yeah, because you need to cast the spell multiple times in a week to make it take hold that third extra, extra way. So, and as a druid, he can cast this spell without a scroll yeah. because he created it. Okay. Or this vulpheric plant growth. That's so, a good idea. That's a really You're great welcome. name for it. Yeah. Yeah. We know that's what Kit's doing. Now we and know Kenneth who. Uh... Some... I'm gonna name it Vulpheric Forest. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. If you cast the spell once a day for a week, you can enchant the surrounding floor to become especially strong, adaptable, and capable of purifying their environment over time. And killing so, everything in their wake. Listen, it said it was going to make it strong, adaptable, and capable of purifying. It didn't yeah. say it was going to do it nicely. Yep. Yeah. So That's fucking fair. So this, I mean... If that is indeed what happened... Yeah. Do you remember... This is so interesting. I'm sorry. I'm just adding this in because Taylor and I had a very long conversation about invasive species yes. and why, why they do what they do and what they can actually do to help the environment. And this uh -huh. is like invasive species gone wrong. I fucking love this so much. Well, Except I learned from not even that invasive. Almodum is native. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I learned from that conversation because you taught me that invasive species are often good. And then yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to look into this. What are situations where invasive species have gone really wrong? And most of the time it's animals that have gone really wrong because people don't think about the plants. And yeah. so I just kind of, I went looking for some examples. And then I stumbled back upon cordyceps, which are partially what the Almodum is based off of, at least Almodum in its current form. And cordyceps are not an invasive species to where we find them today. They're entirely natural, but they can devastate things if they get out of hand. Mm -hmm. So mm. I'm just going off real world examples here because the real world's terrifying. Yeah. No, I love it so much. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sorry. Okay. So, uh, so Kate. Yeah. Yes. I mean, at this point i mean short of actually seeing him in the act it does seem like kid is the reason why 
the Almatum is the way it is, and I'm sure he had the best of intentions, but mm-hmm. he is, I mean, yeah. we need to get Christine back. We need to deal with Tristan tomorrow, and then we need to pick what we want to do, and I think that this right here we need to talk to Kit, and we need to clean up this Almada mess so that no. the collective has room to breathe. I want to get Logan back. I. That's the thing is, like, if we if we don't stop the Almada, then it's just I don't know. I don't know if it's better to put out a fire and hope it helps them help us. The Collective and the AMC are are fighting for Frosthold right now, and every minute they spend doing that, they're not dealing with this. Kit is trying to do this all by himself, except maybe with help from Kenna. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. He can't do do it by himself, clearly. Do you really think that everything with Frosthold is going to be cleared up just because... The modern problem is solved. No, but it'll be one less thing to deal with. And that is what we need to focus on right now. We have to give everyone one less thing to deal with. We did also give Vesper and Morgan a potential way to the what uh not kit fuck noah (laughs) but Mm -hmm. noah did uh back in port saris uh that i'm concerned about that after reading the spell it says it makes it especially adaptable it's possible that it will grow immune to that and also those same people mentioned that Kit has been very dodgy and isolating himself and not listening to people responding to messages. So you yeah, you are yeah. absolutely right that what Noah did helped. We need to start putting the pieces together though so that Kit can be in on this because he's the one that did this. He's the one that needs to fix it. But he can't do it by himself. And he can't do it want- with whatever it is he's trying to do here. I want to get Lorcan back first. If we're getting Christine back, Lorcan's got to come back too. He's part of this. He's part of this family. We can't just leave him with Sov. But we can't I just sit on this either. We gotta do something about this. I'm not saying I, we have to... I didn't... We, we don't have to run to Frosthold and find Kit and hold him accountable right now, but we can't just sit on this information. We gotta do something about it. Why don't we talk to Kenna about it? Unless someone's got a Vodra scroll, scroll uh, I can't do that until tomorrow. Well, we can wait I'll... until tomorrow. I have another one. I can send her a message. I think that if Kit 
unbeknownst to him, is the one that is supplying Sav with information he needs to know. That could potentially be even more dangerous. Well, I mean, give it this way. Kit can either then isolate himself completely so that no other information is being fed to Sav, or Sav just gets all the information they wants and needs. Or Sav figures out that his big connection isn't going to work anymore and has him killed. I think that's going to be a lot more difficult. It's going to be difficult, but he's a fucking horseman. Who's he going to yeah, send? He's also kit. trapped behind the demiware. And he's also a horseman that we're supposed to be, uh, I believe, retrieving your ex-boyfriend for still? No, I'm not meant to do that. We haven't used the whistle yet. If that's even yeah. the deal. That's but again, how's he going to get rid of Kit? Who's he going to send after Kit? Probably Tristan. Yeah, well, him and Tristan ain't on good terms right now. I just think mm, I don't that... know if that's going to matter to Tristan. Time's up. Uh, What? You guys hear a knock <laughs> at the door. Oh, no. Uh, uh, who is it? <laughs> who do you fucking think it is? I don't is know who that is. Yeah, we don't know who that, that is. That would be Tristan Kepler. Oh, God. Why I'll is go he and here? open he the door. He gave us directions. All right, yeah. Fushrock opens the door. Uh, yeah, he gave us directions. He also didn't give uh, us a time frame on delivering these. He did no. not. But Fushrock, you open the door to find a sawed-off shotgun leveled at your face. And Tristan Kepler standing on the other side looking a little different let me show you what i mean oh god oh no Fuck. <laughs> uh-oh sav's got a hold of him sav's got a hold of him i was sitting here like all right i'm gonna give them a limited amount of fucking time so i set a timer on my phone uh, we noticed <laughs> yeah i'm gonna use that more often is this in the group chat yeah one second okay where is my boy? There he is. Yay, we have to kill him now, now that I have no spell slots. Uh, oh, you see he's got fun Tristan covered in glowing blue and green markings <gasps> all over himself. his body. Uh, including on his face and across his ear, and his maroon eyes have begun to glow. More than usual. Uh, he has a sawn-off shotgun, which is also lit up in this blue and green. Uh, level that your face, Fustrock. And uh, he stares you directly in the eye and he says, I want to talk to Chris now. Uh oh. I'm just standing right here. Um Is this gonna be a long conversation? No, no. it's not, I don't think. Um 
Maybe I'm, not for the reason that you think. Great. I'm so I'm going to slowly like move, putting my hands up. But I'm going. Oh God. Oh boy. What are you gonna do? He's making a stupid decision. Is what he's doing. No. I'm going to summon the lady's favor. Uh-huh. That's a bad idea. But so that the head of it would materialize inside of his chest cavity. Ooh. It's going <laughs> to shunt out of there. That's going to hurt. Um, there's nothing in the rules on it that say that it has to be in an unoccupied space or in open air. Well done. So... Ooh, I love this. Because this is I based don't. on the hex blade. Let me double check. Okay. So you don't know what he's. You don't know what he wants. No, I know. I know that those glowing tattoos and the fact that he wants Chris with a shotgun pointed at my face is not good. Also, that is not what he looked like an hour ago or two no, hours yeah, ago. That, he he juiced yeah, up. No. He been sorting that that residuum. I wonder if it's even him. Like, did the person who gave me directions and tried to make this deal with us was that just Sav fucking with us too? No, I think. I mean, Sav would have had to possess Tristan then. He juiced himself up and then was like, ooh, I saw Christmas, and now I'm all mad, and I was being all cordial earlier, but I'm actually mad because I'm on drugs now. This is such a terrible I idea. I have I only first-level spell slots left. You got yeah. Eldritch Blast, though. I yeah. I mean, I have the Ace of Spades. That's the God spell. <laughs> there you go. So... <laughs> Oh, I uh, yeah. Well, if Noah dies, I got like a really cool backup character, you guys. So at this point, yeah, I was gonna say if if gonna... dies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, if we fight Tristan right now, uh, we're all pretty fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this it's not clear because it says you can use your action to create a packed weapon in your empty hand. Which, Which to my me, hands are empty. Yes, but to me says it has to be in empty space. No, but I don't think so. But it doesn't say empty so. space. It says empty hand. It says empty hand. That's specified. Which my hands are yeah. empty. <laughs> I'm not going to partake uh-huh. in this conversation because if, as a DM, it, this is my worst helped. nightmare. No, yeah, this is like <laughs> a terrible if idea, it, but... If it helped, if Tejar had attacked Magda, this is what I was going to do to Tejar. So, <laughs> how does that help? <laughs> I'm gonna actually hop into this real quick. So, no, 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 no? don't. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna reward creativity. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, is it a reward? I don't think it's gonna be a reward. <laughs> well, he wanted this, so. It was nice having a face. You asked. Yeah, bye. Uh, roll me 2d12. 2d12. You know what? Double it. So 4d12 or double sure. what I roll? 4d12. Let's do it. Oh, shit. That's not good. Potential 48 damage. You roll all ones. 
Roll bad. Yeah, that's a total of 20. I rolled two ones. Just a little under average. Almost half. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, as you lift your hands, uh, in the instant before it appears, you begin to close one hand, and the lady's favor hammer uh, appears out of nowhere, and you can tell it tries to form in the taken up space, but it can't and so what it ends up doing is basically pushing both of you and so your arm kind of gets shot back like like kick back whereas tristan gets thrown back uh but he is in response going to pull the trigger i like the ruling dm that's that's yeah. I was gonna say when things teleport into solid objects, there's they get pushed and get things shunted. take damage. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, this is I assume I we don't need to worry about my Listen. armor class. <laughs> no. no. So real quick, it is a roll to attack, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh if he hits with the attack. I would like to, as a reaction, cast Silvery Barbs. Because we're just going to fucking do this now. Um, so he will need to roll again with disadvantage. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He will just roll again one more time and take the lower roll. The lower roll? I mean, that's disadvantage. So I'm basically giving him disadvantage on the... Yeah. That's still going to hit Foostrock. Perfect. Um, Foostrock. You have advantage on your next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. If you survive. Cool, it'll probably be a death saving throw. Let me pull up Tristan. Either way, my guy. Tristan Tristan. Kepler. Level 25 assassin. No, you can't go to level 25. You can if you try hard enough. I'm going to tell you now, he's quadruple classed. (laughs) Uh, what? Yep. That I sucks. built him. He's so got special. Superman stats and four classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really does oh. have like if you think Kavik is Superman, this is Superman. Uh No, this is Doomsday. <laughs> Alright, buddy. Bye. I tried. Uh, that's gonna be you know what? Fuck it. He's gonna put an extra little something, something, something into it. I, I don't. I don't uh, like. Uh, I don't like the math that I'm seeing happen. <laughs> Like I'm just bad at math. I'm just you cannot like it as much as you want, but you did choose this. Yep, I you did, really but I did. chose it to protect you guys. Uh, I also need you to. Oh my God! Make uh, nope. You don't get to save against that. All right. Um, so oh, that is thirty-five cool. damage on his first shot, as the sawn-off shotgun goes off almost in your face. You are just lucky enough that it basically tears past this general area and doesn't hit a vein. Uh, And uh, because he doesn't have to 
reload or anything. No, he would only get one shot, I think. Wait, remind me again how surprise rounds work. Uh, it is not a round, it is a condition. Right, this is not a surprise round. This is just shit happening. This is yeah, just, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, we would, yeah. I assume, roll into initiative now, but yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This, wait, so if Foostrock surprised- five damage onto that. If Fustrak surprised him, is this his reaction then to fire back? So, because like mechanically, he would be holding his action to fire. So yep. this would be a reaction, which oh, means it's just gotcha. it's just an it's just an attack. Yeah. And you know what? Never... Just just because I feel like being a bitch to you right now for ruining my fun, uh, he's gonna also drop a grit point into this. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Technically, this um, is oh, so Taylor, did you say additional damage? I didn't hear you. You have an additional five, and now I need you to roll a constitution okay. save. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't hear that, and I didn't want to, like, fuck up. Remember, you have um, advantage on this roll if you want to use it. That's true. I was also going to ask, is this an effect that I can see? Oh, no, never mind. That's on dexterity throws. I'm dumb. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'm going to use that advantage. Okay. Oh, that's worse. Uh, so I got a total of 15. Ooh, that's not enough. Uh, on well, hits, better than nine. <laughs> uh, after you take your damage, you have disadvantage on attacks until the end of Tristan's next turn. Because this was a dazing shot. Cool. Cool. All right. You said he stumbled back, right? That was for flavor, but yeah. Can I close the door? Just like slam it really quick? I'm going to say not in this instance, because I need to wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, Ash is going to be mad. Uh, <clears throat> what? We are currently you were the at one... uh, three hours, 48 minutes, if, if that's what we're referring to. Oh. Do you... Want to go? No, we, I, we can't. Or? No, yeah, okay. I no, I do not. Sleep. That's not me saying I want to keep going uh, <laughs> okay. for a long time. That's me saying we're I don't at three hours and forty one fifteen well, in the morning. Here's yeah. here's why I ask is because I don't know if this is actually going to turn into an all out fight based on what's about to happen. But anyway, well, um, it'll just be a cliffhanger. Uh, Tristan uh, catches himself, and uh, he just stares murder at you, Fustrock. And he sort of looks past you toward Christmas. Uh, I'm standing and I have the Ace of Spades pointed at Tristan. Yeah. Uh, but you see him, uh, he's like reaching underneath his coat and you see him draw a sword that could not have possibly be hidden back there. Uh, and you see, like the end of it glow underneath his uh, underneath his uh, cloak or coat, as he draws out a full size great sword from some kind of pocket something, and uh, as he does, and he puts sort of his shotgun away. 
He drops the shotgun. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I Shut wanted up. to know if you were like, he has a shotgun in one hand and a greatsword in the other, because that would be... <laughs> like... He does He does have 20 strings. He's an uh, anime character. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is like dot hack. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but as he draws the sword and sort of brings it to bear, um, he stares at you, Christmas. He says, uh, of all fucking people, my little brother. Oh, that's and that's where be, we're going to end. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> we didn't kill him. Maybe Tristan doesn't know that. All right, well, let me play the happy outro music real quick. Yay! Uh, Note and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Y'all maybe learned some things. Oh, gee, I wonder if we did. <laughs> I learned well, that I can't materialize right the head of my hammer in someone's chest cavity. You can attempt. Bummer. I learned yeah, nothing. I'm sure if I'm excited or bummed that you didn't give him a chance to talk. Uh but yeah. Yeah, admittedly he didn't give us much of a like that's not a great Yeah, but he didn't hit true. you. He just yeah. threw his gun on you. Yeah. Not helping the case. What are you, Magda? <laughs> I mean, have you <laughs> have you seen a Western it. ever? Whenever people have their gun drawn, they don't shoot it right away. They wait until they've talked for a little bit first. Yeah, they monologue. Yeah. I am nothing like Magda. Tristan is not a child. He just acts like one. <laughs> anyway. I also, hey, I at least waited for the kid to mouth off a little bit before I did. To be fair, if a child mouths off to you, the appropriate amount of time to wait before attacking them with a lethal weapon is forever. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture some viewer calling CPS right now. Right. On a fictional 17-year-old. None of us have children. Yeah, but, like, but they don't know isn't... that. <laughs> Wait, how old was that kid? 14. Like 14. 14. I, I mean, in a fantasy 17. world, it's basically an I... adult. No, it's not I 15. I love it's... that you're like, oh. I thought he was older. We have literally never seen him. Like, this is all fucking imaginary. And you're like, I thought I he know. looked older to me, you guys. No, but he just seemed older. No, he absolutely he... seemed like a 14-year-old. He was like straight no. up My Chemical Romance boy. Yeah, yeah but like seventeen, not like. Oh, I mean, I literally, I, I literally, olds all the time. I literally told you in the moment you find a kid who looks like thirteen, fourteen. You can't blame me yeah. for this one. You did this true. to yourself. I don't think yep. that's true. And then you got thrown in jail like you should have. Yeah, <laughs> and should still be. God, could you imagine if we just left Magda in that jail? Well, well new character. <laughs> then I would have gotten to NPCify her. That would have been fun. Speaking of which, yeah. Yeah, she would have uh, come back and like, probably would have actually hit things. 
Speaking of new characters, uh, thanks for watching. Join us next week for the beginning of Campaign 3! Uh, or for the end of Campaign 2. Yeah, or both. Or both. I'm so excited to play my Necromancer, guys. I'm really excited to be fighting Tristan Kepler and have four first-level spell slots. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have. I have zero spell slots. I'm excited about his inventory list, which is exactly... Well, I'm not going to tell you exactly, but uh, it's short, but very effective. Mm. You know who also Is has um, 900 pounds of... Oh, no, I'm gun sorry. He has 300 pounds of gunpowder. Oh, God. <laughs> Just know it's going to be like, look here, motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we never established that we put the the ripcords back. We could all just grab one and bail. That's true. We could, but yeah. you don't know where they're set to or if they're set to anywhere at all. Uh-huh. That's With when we That's when we start the uh the one-on-one -on -one sessions. So next week will just be you and Noah. The week after that will just be you and Magda. The week after that will just be you and Fu you know, we'll just do that until we all find each other again. Let me tell you guys, Jax went uh, through the gates once for three minutes, maybe, and nearly died several times because of a chaos magic burst. It was not. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> it's terrible. And also, who knows what'll happen to you if a ripcord doesn't have a set location? Yeah, that's what that's I was true. also concerned about. Hey, we know where the Abyssal one goes, and we know that there's a way out. Cool, we can go to the Abyssal one and immediately uh, meet the person that we just stole from. While one of like, us. What the fuck? <laughs> one yeah. of us can. Uh, cool. Taylor, do the thing. Why are you telling me? You were the one who was talking. We were, we were oh all talking. Oh my god, Taylor. Anyway, do the thing. <laughs> what? I'm so sleepy. Okay. Uh, listen, I have an excuse. My brain ain't working. Um, I take medication that makes me sleepy. Whatever. Uh, thank you, everybody, for. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the Alarm Adventuring Company. You can find us on Twitter at atlarnadvco. Uh, you can also find our link tree uh, should be on screen and in the description of pretty much everywhere you can lo uh, watch or listen to us. Uh, please check out our Redbubble, which is listed in there. Uh, support our stream with our fun designs that we made ourselves. Uh, we are currently working on a novel of the first part of the first campaign. Uh, which fucking, I don't know when that's going to happen. Sometime in June. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um but uh that will be that will be the story of uh Sylphie and Jax and Aether and Ted. Uh <clears throat> excuse me. Uh we where's my sticky? I had a sticky for something here. Uh we're pre-recording for next week. We are pre-recording for next week. We will not be recording uh, the week of May 14th. Uh, May 21st should be normal, and then we may be pre-recording for May 28th. Uh, next month is 
potentially busy for a couple of us, so we'll see <sighs> what happens. Uh, we have the release of Perception Check coming up. Uh, I may be moving within the next two months, uh, and so on and so forth. So that's why this desk setup changed, just because I got rid of some stuff. But, Sounds uh, like a perfect anyway. time to end the campaign. No. <laughs> Uh, this campaign has got like 30, 40 more episodes in it. I know, I just like making the same joke I every week. And how many of them will all of our characters be alive for? Uh, at <laughs> least two. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I think the Fustrak just lessened his likelihood of surviving quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna live to fight your dad. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Ash, tell us about your 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 stuff. Hi, everyone. My name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K Writes or on my website astridknight.com. I've written a book. It's called Perception Check, book one of the mages of Elmira Saga. It's right here. It's pretty. Yay. Um, oh. Is coming out on May 24th. Um, I'm doing a pre-order giveaway right now on Twitter and Instagram where you, if you pre-order this in any form on any place and let me know about it, uh, then you could win a set of cool dice. Uh, there are four dice sets, so uh, four chances to win, and also you get a cool book out of it. How cool. How neat. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Wow. It's about D&D &D and Blake, it's your being, being sad. <laughs> Good night. Uh, hi, I'm Blake R. Wolf. I write books too. Mostly fantasy. Um, and almost all fantasy. Anyway. You can find me at uh, BlakeRWolf.com uh, or on Amazon, Twitter, all those places. Uh, yeah, I have a complete series and uh, another trilogy. The book two is coming out on May 5th and book three will be out in June. And then after that, I'll start finishing off the third series. And I've got another series in the background that I'm working on already. So just, you know, whatever. Fuck sleeping. Um, yeah, they're about D&D &D and, like, being gay and magic and dragons and stuff, so go for it. <coughs> whoa. Ah, uh, whoa. Death approaches. Indeed. Hi, I'm Zachary Gale. Oh my god, I just, oh. like, like, you sent that, that thing for Tristan, I'm just like, Ugh. Um, yeah, I'm Zachary Gale. Uh, I... Uh, not just enact uh, a horror story when it comes to playing Fustrak. I also write them. Uh, I have a collection of short stories coming out in October called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted. Uh, and so if you like uh, fun, spooky shit, you should really check it out. It's being edited by our wonderful DM, Taylor, uh, because they are an uh, amazing editor. Um and uh, I also have a Twitter, uh, at Zachary G. Author. Not that active on it, but I'm trying to get better. Um, and then my wife makes some really awesome Hi. stuff. 
like all of the stickers uh, for perception check and so many of the stickers that Taylor owns. Oh, I don't uh, You can find her stuff. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, I have oh. one. Um, uh, <laughs> you can find her stuff at leniedraws.com. L-E-N-I-E draws.com. Uh, you should do it because she has a lot of cool, adorable, spooky stuff. Spooky. And that's it. R.I.P. Foostruck. And I appreciate that you didn't say, oh my fucking God. You said, oh my fuck God. Yep, yeah, nope, that's, <laughs> yep, <yeah>, I did. <laughs> Oh my god. Also, don't trust your mathematics, Coop. Yeah, I know. You broke the fuck out of Tristan so well, that we could never defeat him until the end of the campaign. But well, that's... he's not just a level 20 quad class. No, he's a level 20 with stats that even the luckiest D&D character could never roll. No, it's not even his stats that are the scary part. It's all the extra shit Sov has given him. Okay. If it he's, helps, I'm still above 50% health, he's, guys. He's, he's a legendary. He's a legendary creature, technically. Um, Coop, how, 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 how's it going, bud? Oh, it's great. Uh, I have total control over my life, and uh, everything's fine, and everything's going to be okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't do anything with my life, so I don't have a whole lot to share. Um, but I do have, uh, something fun, uh, to show you guys. Uh, I have a new tweet, one new tweet, and guess what? It's about the Denver Broncos, and you can check it out at my Twitter over there. Uh, that's not the thing I wanted to share, though. Uh, what I wanted to share is the next time you see us, we're going to look at a little bit different. In fact, we're going to look a little bit something like this. Um, so I just thought I'd throw this up on the screen for people to look at. Only people watching the, the stream right now will see what it looks like, but... Yeah. Ooh, it's so fancy. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. None of you the can colors. see it, so this isn't <laughs> God, cool, the power of anyway, magic. Yeah. I mean, you guys are going to get to see our faces a little bit better and see a little bit more of our messy rooms <laughs> that we this pretend are organized and whatnot. Wow. And yeah. It'll, uh, this wall is. Yeah, anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Harris. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. My Aww. wife designed that. My wife. I love it so much. My wife. My wife. Uh, anyways, I just thought that that would be a fun thing to uh, share. And now it's going to go away because uh, it's Taylor's turn. Sure is. Hold on. Hi, why? Shut up. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Taylor. Hi. You can find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry that the stream never has any idea why we bust out laughing for no fucking reason. Oh, um, I love that's the time it's because so someone much. made a meme in the downtime. Yeah, I didn't make that. I just found it because it's obvious nobody fucking cares, and there's a lot of us. Um. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it's can... so interesting <laughs> to be a person that likes sports in nerd circles and get bullied for it and also yep. be and you. also yeah. be a nerdy person in sports circles and get bullied for it. But it's fine. You're Continue. You're right. I am fun. used to being bullied. I've been getting bullied since I was in elementary listen, school. Listen, oh Coop, I love sports too, God. but I like cool things like jousting. 
I enjoy football wow. too. It's just I never get to watch it. Taylor, I'm going to pretend really you didn't like say that. Uh, but anyway, you... jousting is awesome. I actually really enjoy watching curling. Curling is Curling's fun too. Best. Curling is therapeutic yeah. to watch. It really, it is. really yeah. truly is. Anyway, well, right. that's all Taylor has to say. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. and make sure you misspell Taylor. You will never find me. That it. Cool. You also edit books. You can go on to Sunder Yeah, but nobody heard anything I just fucking said. You can go to Sunder.com if you want your book edited and you don't want to sell your own kidney to get your book edited. It's really great. You, and a, you sound everybody... like a hawker at a fair in the 1800s. <laughs> Butt scratch. Uh, also, you forgot about the Sonder tw- uh, Twitter, the Sonder underscore. I didn't editing. forget. You just I haven't let me get there yet. No, I was saying that Ash forgot it. Shut the f- I forgot it. Holy oh. shit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you will never find me. You can also find me at Sonder underscore editing or saunderediting.com, where indeed, you guessed it, I do edit. Uh, I edited Perception Check, and I've edited some yep. things for Blake, and I'm editing <laughs> stuff for Gail. And I'm also editing a book for a, a friend of a friend right now that Avery connected with me, so that's nice. <sighs> Are you done? Cool. I'm so thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for joining us. Same. And you can catch us on Twitch 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Even when we pre-record, we always air at the same time. Uh, you catch our VODs and podcasts following Wednesdays on YouTube, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. And I swear, when we're not pre-recording, we are slightly more bearable than this. That's because you catch us early in the day and we don't That's have as much energy. True. Yeah. Uh, all day to warm up for this but hopefully hopefully by next week hopefully by next week i sound a little bit less like the epitome of death uh, i don't even know what that's from it's just i funny. do that to steven all the time just like walk through the house and I'm like, oh yeah it's goat lady I couldn't tell if that was Shakira or Shaggy. Yes. It's not like from Scooby Doo, but like the pop artist. Yeah. Maybe this is perfecto. Hmm. Indeed, Shakira. It wasn't me. That was Shaggy. And that's it. So thanks for watching. Yeah. And uh we'll 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 see you there's the she-wolf in the closet next week she's a lesbian bye